yes, let's do this. Star Wars Battlefront 2. <laughs> we haven't started yet. Right. <laughs> All right. What are the games, Elliot? Go on, name them. Crackdown. Final <laughs> no. Fantasy. No, I, I was looking for Far Cry 5. Mm. That 2 is a game. Are we ready? <laughs> yep. Let's roll. All right. That sounded very Soldier 76. Thank you. Maybe <laughs> I'll do the podcast like this. <laughs> you should. Please don't. Go on. Welcome to a very special episode of Rather Be Playing, the podcast where we talk about how we'd rather be at E3 than playing games. I'm Josh. I'm Elliot. And I'm Stevo. All right, guys. So we've been, it's Tuesday. We've been watching E3 for the past, what, three, four days now. And wow, she's got a lot to go through. I mean, we had EA, Microsoft, Bethesda, Devolver, Ubisoft, Sony, Nintendo, just kind of going through a whole bunch of different games. Some great, some not so great, but uh, just uh, yeah, what do you guys think? I mean, just E3. How, 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 overall, what do you guys think? I think I saw a lot of CG trailers that didn't really <laughs> show me much yeah. of anything at all. Um, in fairness, there were a few gameplay trailers uh, and like, uh, you know, people on stage going through stuff. But good Lord, it was a lot of CG trailers. Yeah, I mean, it's to be expected. That's not necessarily a new thing. Yeah, and so that's what I was thinking. Am I just sensitive to it this year, or does this always happen? Because I mean, it's I, it still annoying. Like, and like, I turn. Oh, like you, you see, you're going through YouTube, and you're like, amazing, a new game I'm interested in, Wolfenstein or Evil Within Two, and then you click on it, and you're just watching literally nothing. You don't know what you're gonna play. It's not you're not watching a movie. Or, or you could be like me, where one of the top games of the conference was literally just a logo <laughs> yeah yeah well, that was nothing else <laughs> yeah yeah oh, for man. me it was an all right e3 but the big thing about it is the games that i'm most excited for i don't own the console <laughs> so that's a bit <laughs> of a problem yeah, I, I'm actually kind of feeling that myself, and I think once we get down to that that specific conference, we'll have more to say. But yeah. let's uh, let's let's start out with the beginning, though. With the first conference that was going was uh, Electronic Arts or EA. Um, I mean, thanks for that breakdown. Hey, some people don't know what <laughs> EA stands for. I, I, it's in the game. Oh god! Oh no, that's EA Sports. That's, that's no. EA Sport. Yeah, <laughs> EA Sports. It's in the game. No, nobody else played it. It's okay. We can NHL 95. That was an NHL 95. Yeah. No, unfortunately, we've got to find that. It's meant to be the best of the lot, isn't it? Wait, no, it might have been 96. I feel like 96 is the one that gets referenced. It might have been 96 that had that song, though. I don't remember. It's a date. It's a date. It's immaterial. That's let's anyway to this EA. So EA had some Star- had some okay mm-hmm. stuff for the most part. I mean, they uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 for instance, 
Uh, I mean, one of the big things they pointed out was how everybody was bitching the first one didn't have a campaign. And yeah. so they're like, well, maybe we should have a campaign. And so, okay, now, now I'm actually kind of interested because. But how much of a campaign is it really going to be? Like, like, is it a Battlefield campaign? Because Battlefield technically has a campaign. What's what's the what's the Battlefront campaign going to be? Are you going to play through the movies? Or are you going to. They're bound to do something much more fun with it. We got to got to be a little optimistic about it. It's the Star Wars universe. It's not hard to make an interesting story and. Well, sometimes it's hard to make a fun game out of that or some I developers. I feel like they is, mentioned but... that the campaign would kind of bridge the gap between six and seven. Oh, yeah, they did mention that, actually. Yeah. OK, I, was saying, I feel if like it's... I thought I remember hearing that. Yeah, if it's extra story, especially story that we haven't seen in the movie, then I'm all for that. As long as it's, you know, I, I, I can't see it being like a Wolfenstein level of detail and the single player campaign or doom or but they have or to anything like that well, if, if, like, it's, if it's if it's a half the length of one of those games or if it's a quarter of the length aren't people gonna say that's not what we were promised but it's it's a multiplayer game first and then they're no take what those. they're trying to make clear is it's not that anymore and like yeah. it might be more like uh battlefield bad company or sorry battlefield was that bad company a oh, bad company bad com- two was was the one that we had that had both a campaign and they've really all had a campaign them. just not anything worth talking about battlefield 4 <laughs> battlefield yeah. 3 i'm pretty sure they did have they oh okay <laughs> i I'm, I'm pretty sure i mean I, I could be wrong and that you know i'll i'll how much I'll of the campaign did the point. show by the way of star wars battlefront 2 it looked like a little bit um but again it was all cg trailer so i don't Oh, okay. The whole thing was, and and then they showed about twenty minutes, thirty minutes of a multiplayer match, and some dude screaming his face off and just making no sense. It was very strange. I'm not sure that's the kind of thing that I'm looking for in a conference in general. Uh, Watching people play a multiplayer game that I've never played myself and that you know is still in development. Not really my idea of a you know edge of your seat exciting e3 conference but that's that's just me what did you think of it well i mean it's kind of cool to see them do that sort of thing i mean yeah i could go do without the whole um screaming and stuff like that i mean i'll get plenty of that once it actually comes out and i play with 10 year olds online but uh yeah it's i mean you say it's cool are you not worried it's a little bit cynical it's like saying oh give us your money for a multiplayer game you know give us your money for an esport and try and get hype up around that when like really we watch e3 for uh trailers and gameplay of games that we didn't know were coming or that might be different than we were expecting and this was basically uh 30 minutes of watching the current star wars battlefront that's out right now i mean maybe Everybody could yeah. use who has played the first Battlefront might be able to pick out the differences. As someone who's only played a couple of hours of the first Battlefront, you could have fooled me, you know. Yeah, and I think, I, I think what they were probably going for was how do you show this in an exciting way? Because you're not going to have scripted events. You want to show how the online multiplayer works. And the first thing they thought of was, let's go to the whole esports scenario and we'll start drumming it up that way. But well, were you excited? I didn't see it. 
Oh, you didn't watch it? Josh, Josh, I watched, I watched did, the trailer, but I didn't see the gameplay. Oh, okay, okay. Josh, did you watch the multiplayer gameplay? Y- yeah, but I mean, again, so I mean, in, in theory, I don't mind the concept. Well, I mean, it's not it's, theory. You watched it. <laughs> did you enjoy it well, or not? I, I well, No, I'm saying that, but it's not catering to me, is my point. I, I, it's all that's, catering that's, to me. I'm the one sitting down watching it. I get to choose. And but I, I, that's, that's, that's kind of my point. Have is an that opinion. Get off the pot. No, I'm saying like if okay, okay, Steve-O, if I so they also went in and talked about Madden NFL 18. How were you? Were you excited about that? Uh, I was excited that uh, Mahershala Ali. Did I say that right? I may have. Who uh, <laughs> was that? Who was in it? So they seem to be doing a Spike Lee NBA 2K esque. Uh, storyline in madden this year i'm not sure if you're presumably you're a quarterback or that because that's the easiest uh position for them i to would be do a kicker. story mode for <laughs> you would be a kicker <laughs> <laughs> but uh it, it seemed like it could be a good story but am i excited for madden no because i don't play that game okay that's that's, that's what i'm getting at is, is that was the whole point is that it's wait you're not excited for battlefront no no Mad, madden no, you though. Me? If that's if, I wasn't excited if for the point. I, I wasn't excited for the first one. I didn't care. It was it's I ha, I have just a, not your thing. I have a but very actually, low th- high threshold of tolerance for Star Wars games because most of them have been utter shit. So <laughs> I I reserve judgment until later. Let's put it that way. When you guys were like, hey, Battlefront's on cheap, I was like, okay, I'll pick it up. Or was it free? I don't know, whatever it wasn't much. Okay, but, well, Josh. Actually, I played it that Josh, one time and I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but it's good though like it's the the gunplay is good the you i don't know it's approachable it's not like a it's not, it's not like modern warfare where you get in there and you just get your ass handed to you six seconds after spawning over and over and over again like you have some even as a beginner well like, that's that's fine I, my point my point is is that going into it i'm not excited for it if it turns out that i like it okay great i'm saying i don't have a whole lot yeah. of expectations going in my point is this is an E3 conference and comparing those two things, I thought it was really interesting that Madden had a story mode and they showed you a little about that during the trailer. I thought it was very boring that we knew Battlefront 2 had multiplayer and then they showed us half an hour of Battlefront 2 multiplayer. So in terms of the conference, that's how I would compare what they showed of those two games. Okay. The other thing about the E3 EA conference that it kind of drove home to me was how little they're experimenting at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Madden, FIFA, NBA Live. Well, you could say NBA Live is something new because the last one, they didn't even manage to get it out the door. Um, <laughs> if they get this one out, who knows? It could be a totally different kind of basketball. But How, uh, does, how does the project keep getting supported over there? I, mean, I, do, I don't know. And NBA 2K is a pretty solid game. I'm not a basketball, basketball fan in particular, but the career mode in NBA 2K16, I think it was, that I played a little bit it was fantastic if they drop you in at different parts of the game you get substituted in and you have to make passes make shots it, it really it teaches you the uh technical side of, of the game uh in a really smart way and it, it kind of i know i'm finding that hard to <laughs> teaches you <laughs> not quite the controls but it, right um how to uh 
You, you got you know, it's, it's like, hey, you've got to get this ball into that basket. <laughs> no, yeah. it's more like you have to play your position. Sorry yeah, yeah, for I, all the mumbling stuff. <laughs> what it's trying to teach is how to play your position. You right. know, if if you're a point guard, you're looking for passes, you're looking for, you know, setting up other people, uh, finding the man in the paint. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a basketball phrase, right, lads? Uh, it is. It uh, is. <laughs> very very so, good. Look at you. So, uh, so far. NBA t- 2K's career mode is really interesting. Um don't know how I got onto that, but we'll see if NBA Live can do anything to to shake up NBA 2K. I can't imagine they would. But yeah, EA in general not experimenting much apart from the the one game that they showed, which was totally unlike everything else, which was a way out, which mm. I believe is made by the same developer that made Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons, which was yeah. a type of co-op game, but you played it by yourself. Yeah, you played, yourself. played both both. Yes, you played both <laughs> Brothers by yourself. Um, Did you play it, Josh? Yeah, I beat it. I, I liked it a lot. It was, it was, uh, it was, it took some kind of get. It definitely took some getting used to with the yeah, controls. You have to rewire your brain. Yeah, but it, you played it, it through as well, Ali. Uh, I don't think all the way through, but no, I played a little bit end. and didn't finish it either. It's pretty short. I think. I, I, I think I did it in like a day. It wasn't that. It wasn't very long. But it was, mm-hmm. uh, it was really good, and I, I, I liked the concept by the end of it. After I kind of got used to everything, it was a pretty decent story too. A little heartwarming. Uh, yep. Well, heart, heartfelt is probably a better term for it. Um, so I'm kind of looking forward to a way out, though. That it's I like co-op games. I think that if they're done well, they could be a ton of fun. Um, yeah. Because especially well, uh, especially if it's online co-op too. If it's just couch co-op, then okay. Well, I just moved here and I don't really know a whole lot of people just yet. But uh, <laughs> um, o- online co-op with that game, I, I think I'd be down to be playing it. It's, it seems like it could be a good idea. Yeah. So is this a like a survival horror? I didn't see this one. No, no. So this is you are two people in a prison, and uh, what is it, Leo, Leo and Victor, I think, and you meet up in the prison and you decide to escape together. So you got to work together to get out. And I think you're on. So it's a two player co op, two player only. Yes, two player co op. And uh, you apparently it even extends further. So once you're out of the prison, you also have to evade the authorities. But it it shows things like um, you can see the other guys. Well. uh, the other guy might be like in a cutscene while you're out wandering around doing stuff. So it's, it's pretty seamless. It's almost like two games running at the exact same time in parallel. Um, but like, you got to work together. Like, okay, you, d- one guy distracts this guard while the other guy goes in the back and steals this thing, uh, sort of stuff like that. So it, it looks pretty interesting. I'm, I'm hoping that it's one that they can k- keep that game through gameplay pretty fresh throughout the whole game. Yep. And two, that's just fun in general, but yeah. Yeah. It's a really interesting concept. And if it wasn't for that in the EA conference, I I think the EA conference would have been just a complete disaster for me. It's really the only. Be. It's really the only thing they put in their conference that I'm actually excited about. Um, I thought Anthem looked pretty good, but they only showed the title of it. They didn't tell, <laughs> they didn't just tell you anything script. about it. There's a bit of gameplay. I saw a gameplay trailer. Maybe it wasn't at the conference, but there's this. That was at the Microsoft conference, I think. Uh, ah. Yeah. 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 Right. Well, we'll we'll get. To I that. guess we'll get there very very shortly here. Yeah, so. yeah. Speaking of which, though, um, so the next one up was the Microsoft conference. Um, the first thing that I that they really kind of brought up, and this was even before like the games were brought into play, and uh, pretty big announcement coming for them. The rumored Scorpio finally came out. It's called the Xbox One X, or abbreviated to Xbox. And someone <laughs> at the will. Microsoft branding side of the house needs to just stop. 
Someone needs <laughs> someone. He needs someone next to him to tell him, no, we're not doing that. Stop. Because now we've got the Xbox, the Xbox 360, the Xbox One, and now the Xbox One X. Is this the most number of words in a console name ever? <laughs> New Nintendo like, 3DS. Okay. <laughs> yep. There you go. Yeah. So. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so. But they announced it. Uh, it's got a 4K support. It's got backwards compatibility back to the original Xbox. Uh, it's got 12 gig of RAM. It's it's got very impressive specs. Yeah, it's it's very very impressive, very advanced. Um, it's and got a, leg a up decent over the price PS4 point. Pro. Eh. It's got the price point. I think a lot of people were afraid of. Was it um, was it three ninety nine or four ninety nine? I forget. It's four ninety nine oh, without God. a connect this time. Well, I don't give a <laughs> shit about connect. So tusk tusk. Is it tisk 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 tisk? Tut tut. So shame on you, Microsoft. You got a, ma- a mammoth here. Tusk tusk. Where uh, was where's Connect X? Connect. Connect. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, and. Uh, I don't know when I was when I was thinking about when they announced the whole backwards compatibility thing. I was actually thinking back to our, our last episode where I was talking about it, and I started realizing I think I'm in the minority more about backwards compatibility, and that people, it's it's something that people always say that they want but then never use. And I feel like I'm a weird use case where I actually use it. So um, yeah, no, I do too. I've I've played Red Dead Redemption and uh, Outland, which was a great game by the way, great platformer, and a couple of others. Well, and one of the one of the other things they brought up though was that uh, the games are going to be Xbox and PC, which to me that sounds like a dumb move because if they you said ha- that a while ago though we've known I know but they brought it up again. Um, yeah. But the PC, if I have a good enough PC, and right now I do, I'm not going to go. Yeah, <laughs> spy so, on a console. One. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, go that that was my takeaway from xbox conferences you know the the hardware was very impressive beautiful it was it's the smallest uh xbox ever made yeah and, it's very impressive um that's really cool i expected a, a great marketing behemoth um what <laughs> great marketing good job keep it up yeah. <laughs> i'm just oh, glad yeah. there's no power brick because if if there was a power brick just no and th- yeah that's so that's so part of what made the Xbox S so impressive is it was the smallest Xbox at the time and it had no power brick. It was all internal. So if they can still keep that up somehow anyway. Um, but the question is always every new piece of hardware is games. You know, what are the games? And that's that's part of the reason why uh, backwards compatibility is so important, because I I kind of agree that it's something that people want more than they use. And maybe that's just me. I, I find myself not using it as much as I think I will want it, or I think I will need it. But, um, well, that's kind of, that's kind of what I mean more than anything, anything else it, is that they're excited about it. Like, Oh, I can finally go back and play, uh, right. Halo one. And then they're like, yeah, but I got Halo five right here. Yeah. You know? You're not, you're not going to go back as often as you think you will, but it's important for a platform developer to do that going from one platform to the next because you just 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 as a show of good faith i think yeah to your consumer base it supported you throughout the whole last con you know you don't want to say hey you can't play any of the shit that you it's it's added value and if nothing else it's a psychological draw for for someone to buy 
that particular console thinking, oh yeah, that means I can sell the old console that yeah. I had. What, what I, I do find really interesting is though, they kept referring to Xbox One, you know? Not Xbox One S, not Xbox One X, never differentiating between any of them. They would have up on the screen enhanced by Xbox One X. But as far as I could tell, they were really doubling down on the fact everything is still going to be supported. They're trying to build up that community of people on Xbox One platforms that currently PS4 has everyone. They they have the vast majority of current gen gamers and Xbox are trying to build that up. And I think what they have done is a really smart idea. I'm not sure. I can't predict how many Xbox One X's they're going to sell. But what I can say is they have differentiated themselves for somebody who's looking for a console and the most powerful one. If if specs do matter, if uh, 4K matters, if 60 frames per second matters, uh, maybe they will pick up some of that market share from, from PS4. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering how that's all going to work out because, I mean, really, if... If you're not, if you don't care about 4K, for instance, and like for right now, I don't, I don't, I mean, my TV is probably big enough, but I don't think it actually can handle 4K. Um, and I'd rather just get games that run at 60 FPS rather than 4K right now. Me too. Um, yeah. Uh, Agreed. I'm not all that super interested in it just yet. I mean, I think it's a cool idea and it's nice to see that we're pushing the technical boundaries of where we currently are. But until we get to a point where it's necessary, I don't think I'm going to take make that jump like the ps but wait you're you're contradicting yourself you're saying you want 60 frames per second this machine would potentially give you 60 frames per second at 1080p and then you're saying well no no no, i don't see what it's for no i'm I'm saying that's that it's it's great i'm not saying i'm I'm also saying that i don't need it right now it's something i want but it's not something i can justify going out and buying a new console for just to get that upgrade right now if personally i would sell my ps4 and get an xbox one x if i could get all the same games or all the cross-platform games uh all the multi-platform games sorry uh at 60 frames per second at 1080p i would do that as much as i love ps4 and i love sony exclusives and i love uh the sony online functionality I would do that for the sake of 1080p, 60 frames per second. And that's just because once you play these games on PC, which all of us also do, that that smoothness compared to trying to play Witcher 3 on a PS4 where it stutters at, at 20 frames per second or less, and it's just not as fun. Uh, I, I, would, I would sell my PS4 and get an Xbox One X if I truly believe that all of the games would be supported in that way. Would the problem you not is rather, I don't believe it. Would you not rather just spend $300 and get a GTX 1080 and blow the Xbox One out of the water and sell the exact same library? Yeah. No, because as someone who fought with PCs all through my childhood, because those only crappy PCs... And boot discs, and we're so much fa- pat. We're so far. We're a past little that. further along. <laughs> I I know, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, it's like saying I don't head, like to, I don't like to play my PS4 because I got to blow in the cartridge. I'm not saying that this is not <laughs> a, a, a thing. <laughs> it's completely 100 percent in my own head. 
but there's something different about sitting down, pressing the PlayStation button in the middle of the PS4 controller and starting playing a game than booting up the Steam link and playing something through that. There's yeah, that's, something how, that's, different. that's how it works for mine. I just boot up the Steam link with it's my PS, really with my DualShock quick. and go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I may be a crazy person. I'm not denying, <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying I prefer consoles now. I'll, I'll still sit down and play at the PC for keyboard and mouse. Totally worth it for first-person games and, and a few others. But something about uh, playing a real console I prefer than worrying about booting up a PC, even well, that's with Steam Link. Like, and, that's, and that's also kind of my point when it comes to the, the PC versus Xbox thing is, one, I have a PC that can handle most of the stuff anyway. And two, we I, I have games like, uh, what's the one they announced? Uh, uh, Metro Exodus. Uh, yeah. So I still haven't played Last Light, but I played Metro 2033 and loved it. But it's it's a first person game. It's, granted, it's not as hectic as many first person games like Doom or something. It's still pretty survival horror-y, um, but it's still something I prefer a keyboard and a mouse to. Um, Definitely. But I'm. I'm yeah. We'll say what? So now, sorry, go ahead. So I'm saying I, I'm. I'm definitely looking forward to it because the first one was a lot of fun. I've really been meaning to get down and playing Last Light. Um, and it looks like it kind of turns it on its head in this one. I, I think it's more open worldy or worldy, if you will. Um, but and the but the opposite is happening now. Like in the original game, you had to wear your mask when you were outside of the metro. In this one, you wear your mask when you're inside. Uh because the parts in the, in the trailer they showed where he's out in the open world, he takes his mask off and he's looking around. So, so I, I think it'll be kind of interesting to see how you have to manage your oxygen then um, or your mask count, if you will. It's a beautiful looking game. It yeah. was yeah. really striking. The enemies looked so detailed and uh, it, it definitely I haven't played the earlier metros and I own them both steam sales, I'm sure. But uh <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to go back and play them, Josh. Maybe you'll have to throw one in for me. I'm, for I'm, I'm thinking about it now. That. Thinking about it now. <laughs> but so the first one, like from what I, uh, when the time it came out, one of the things about it was that it was just a really detailed game. Um, yeah, graphics wise. So I mean, it still looks pretty good. And again, I'm I haven't played Last Light, but I recall the the videos and stuff about it. Uh, they do kind of keep that trend going, and Exodus looks like it's also doing the same thing. So. Did uh, were either you impressed by Forza? Another Forza, it's Forza Seven at this point, isn't it? Motorsport. Yeah. Another beautiful looking game. They claim it's going to run sixty frames per second in four K, didn't it? Is Forza arcade no way. or more or realistic? It's because uh... I prefer my racing games to be more like Ridge Racer and less like Gran Turismo. It's more on the Ridge Racer side, just less. I think it is. I mean, I've only played the one that's free on the Windows 10 store right now. Mm. Forza Horizons something. I, th I think with all the driving assists, it, it can be a bit more arcadey. I mean, it's, it's, it's a genre that I like. It's just not one that I go out of my way for. So it's and it's, of all the things. So that was the first game they showed after revealing this. The most impressive, most powerful console ever made and it was this cg demo of cars driving around and just like <laughs> yeah what oh i mean it was about as deflating as you could get going from this high that they built to just like oh it was but, a little and, bland but, actually but then, later in the but then a little later well, they, sh 
But then a little later, they showed an early access game that looks really awesome, right? <laughs> I was I was just thinking like like Forza and with it being as bland as that and shown just CG, Crackdown was yeah. Crackdown Three was basically exactly the same thing. And these should yeah. be two uh, flagship Microsoft properties. They should be yeah. blowing people away. But it just looks kind of like a video of something that you've already done before. And yeah. Is it going to be any different? I'll admit it, I missed it, out on Crackdown, but I really wanted to play it. So and, and <laughs> it was it was a two. fun trailer. Crackdown Three was a fun trailer. It had uh, Terry Crews in it, Terry yelling, in it. <laughs> yelling. Oh no, at the I, I saw the trailer. I meant the original games. Oh, you never played them? No, I didn't did you, Ellie? No, no, I haven't. Wow, um, so none of us has played any of them actually. No, I think only the first one's meant to be any good. I'd seen some but. friends play it. I just never. I just hadn't. I, I didn't have an Xbox at the time. Well, yeah, I did, but I didn't have the game. It's really strange like, though, because I think that one's been in development for quite a while. It, it's we've very it's weird that they haven't shown us proper gameplay trailer. But that was my impression of the whole Microsoft conference. It was just, it, it felt like a whole lot of misdirection. After they showed the the Xbox uh, reveal, they had the Forza CG trailer followed by, "Hey, we're going to show you this brand new car that." <laughs> yeah it, it was just like so weird. why you were at a video game conference we're not here because we like cars and we're hoping you'll show us a new forza we're here to see what this machine can do and you're gonna introduce a car and then like the the shilly audience like on cue whooping and hollering about this car it was it was just like it just felt so out of t- like you're not speaking who are you speaking it, to in like, fairness though don't you think that car people and and people are crazy about car games they're crazy about cars uh would be xbox one owners because of forza motorsport because of forza horizon they would be so maybe there are people there watching the conference who are gonna go crazy when they see a brand new amazing porsche that's never been seen in the world before but those people were actors that were in the studio like maybe they were like i mean if they weren't actors, they were random audience members that were very well paid for <laughs> for their participation. Um, well, I, I mean, don't like want to. I don't do want to like cars. So I mean, yeah. I just, I, I just thought the show and the presentation was really cheesy and pandery, and it, it was a whole bunch of "we think we know who you are, but you're way off the mark." And maybe that's just me. Maybe most Xbox gamers are like that. I don't have an Xbox. But it, it was, I mean, compared to everyone else, it just didn't seem it didn't seem honest. It felt like we have an Xbox to show you, but we don't have anything else to show you because it's all it's going to run all the same games as that that are already coming out that are going to be playable on your current Xbox. So instead of blowing you away with that, we're going to just make a big spectacle and show you all these other things. Wow. And, and I, mean, I think you're being so harsh. I actually thought the Microsoft conference was brilliant. I thought it was really good. They showed us a new piece of hardware that was more powerful and smaller than anything we've seen before. Again, I'm more of a Sony fan in general. I I thought, okay, Forza was bland. Crackdown was bland. Why did they have a car? But but possibly for massive Forza heads and and car gearheads who play Xbox One. I, I say fair enough. But then they showed a lot of really interesting games. And that's that where you can I play thought, on PC. <laughs> that you can play on PC. But in fairness, I, I actually thought the amount of games that they trotted out and went through, that, like they completely dwarfed 
uh, Sony's conference, which was to come later. But I, I thought it was actually in reaction to uh, Sony's last year, which was just games, 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 games. And I think Microsoft kind of, uh, you know, were given a bad rap because of that, because Sony yeah. seemingly had much more games coming out. Um, I actually thought a lot of the games that showed up in the Microsoft conference looked really good. Now, I guess we don't know how many of them were true exclusives, as opposed to saying like console first exclusive. Was that was that the phrase that they kept using? Or I've seen console exclusive. Console. I don't. I don't know if I saw any. <clears throat> they had. First. I, I think they had. Uh, Josh, do you remember? Was it console first exclusive? Basically saying that it would come out on Xbox before uh, PS4, I believe. I yeah. think. I think that was. It. I mean, there's. T- they've got timed exclusive stuff like that, where it will come out on Xbox before it goes to other consoles. So. Yeah. I just. I just thought. I just thought the presentation was was cheesy, but I. I do like. I. I everything after the Xbox One just kind of lost me, and it. The Xbox One part was amazing. It was a million times better than the PS4 Pro conference, which was just yeah. a snore fest and completely just totally uninteresting. It didn't even seem like the people who were there wanted to be there. And I have no doubt that when once the dust settles, the Xbox One X will trounce the PS4 Pro in yeah. sales. I agree but with I, that. I, I don't think the platform overall will ever catch up to PS4 but they did a much better job showcasing their iterative. So I'm, I'm kind of of two minds here in the sense that I get what Elliot's saying, you know, the, the Xbox one X, you know, it looks cool and shows all it's these cool new technological advances, but then I feel like I'm able to just <laughs> feel like I'm able to dissociate the two where I'd be like, okay, yeah, they had a console announcement. Now let's talk about games, you know, whether or not it's for that specific console or just stuff that already exists. And fine. I just, I don't know. I just managed to, push the two things out of my mind and just focus on one. So, and the games that they showed, I thought for the most part were pretty, pretty interesting. I mean, I, I think a lot of them are, are um, cross platform. So not necessarily Xbox one exclusive, but I mean, stuff like cuphead cuphead has been in development for a while now, but it's just gorgeous. I honestly cannot wait for this game to come out just to play it. I, I never wanted to play something that looks so much like an old Looney Tunes or an old, you know, 1930s cartoon uh, so much. It looks great. I hope um, it's good. I've heard a few reports that the level design wasn't up to much. And then I start worrying that this thing's going to be totally overhyped and end up with another mighty number nine situation. Well, and then we'll, we'll all be heartbroken. Well, because part of what happened in development was they originally just had a, it was just going to be like a bunch of different boss fights, and then people complained that it was just it was just boss fights that sucks. Give us some levels, and then they start. So they're like, okay, fine, we'll throw some levels in there that they made. So that's wow. why there might be a little different quality. Hopefully, they get that all ironed out beforehand. But it still is probably just one of the most interesting looking games I've seen. Yeah, and uh, which leads me to the other super interesting one that they have, and uh, which is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Uh, which uh, yeah. I finally started playing Ori in the Blind Forest, and I'm about yeah. halfway through it now, and it's just beautiful. And it, yeah, I, the, I don't know yeah. what these guys are doing with the artwork. Is the in-game artwork is just amazing, and Will of the Wisps who, looks like it does even more. Who develops these? It's not Microsoft, is it? It is. Like Game um, Studios? Is it? Um, yeah, I think it is in house, isn't it? Wow. No, that's a no. It's a Moon Studios. Why? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, Sorry. why, why them? <laughs> yeah, it's that's yeah, not yeah, Microsoft okay, in house. Okay. Um, but so 
and that's the sort of game, I guess, where I kind of do am kind of interested to see what it looks like at 4K. But to me, it's again, it's not. It's it. The way it looks right now is already mind blowing. It being at 4K, we're, we're starting to run into diminishing returns here sort of thing. That's so, a, yeah, it'll still look amazing and I'll st- probably still have my jaw open, but I'm, I already have my jaw open. I just, you know, I'm just now opening it a little bit more sort of thing. So, yeah. And that's maybe one thing to say. I, I don't think. I see any need for us to be chasing better and better graphics every time. Art direction trumps graphics. Look at Zelda. Look at Ori. Look at uh, Cuphead. Art direction trumps graphics. I I would much rather uh, developers focus on 60 frames per second than anti-aliasing and... and, uh, I mean, it does does trump... Sounds like you need a switch. <laughs> our, our we'll get to that. In, we will get to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it does trumpet in the long run, but you still need to make those advances so that you can make more advances in the art direction and stuff you can do that way. Yeah. Um, the conference was actually kind of cool. The demo that they showed of Ori, uh, the composer was actually playing the piano over the top of it. it was, yeah. It was. It was wow. quite cool. How I they missed did. that. Wow. Um, you should go back and watch cool. these, Elliot. I watched the. I thought I watched the whole conference, and again, I thought there were other parts in the conference in Microsoft's conference that the games themselves did the talking. I thought the last night looked amazing. It was uh, pixel art, noir. Uh, it's is it side scrolling? Is it an RPG? I I've no idea what the game actually is. I, I, All that I know is I want to see more of it. I want to play it. I think it's like an alt right game though <laughs> that's like so it, it was it was like what? the fat it was like the fastest milkshake duck ever <laughs> have you seen I that i don't duck? know what that means so milkshake duck it's someone like summed up like the news in like a tweet it was like look at milkshake duck the the most interesting the adorable duck that drinks milkshakes and then it's, it's like five minutes later we regret to inform you that the duck is racist you know so <laughs> so it's you know it's like those when you find it you, you know you love this thing so much and then you find out terrible things about it so okay well after the last night came uh the artful escape which again looked unlike anything i've seen before it's uh it it looks like it's a game about a kid who wants to be a rock star i wonder is it uh um what do you call it music uh sound shapes and those what rhythm rhythm games is it a rhythm game or is it just a side scrolling platformer um, but again, it looks fantastic. It looked really interesting. I'm not sure if if there'll be much to it or if it'll be have you know legs. But it it looked like it definitely needed. You know, I'll, I'll give it a go when it comes out, or I'll at least check don't out reviews. Remember much about that one? Um, yeah, it's like I'm trying to even remember it. I, I remember Code Vein and the last and Code night. Vein. Yeah, um, you know the two that are bookending it, but I don't remember that one in the middle much. Yeah, uh, Code Vein looked kind of interesting though, like a vampire. Uh, what's it? Cell shade? Was it cell shaded? I don't know. The cartoony kind of Dark Soulsy type thing. Yeah, it was, made, it was made by the From Software guys. So it was anime oh. as well, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. So That's it's From Software. Yeah. So it's it's kind of something I'm interested in seeing. Um, just the the thought about it or the thoughts behind it but, might be might be pretty. But it's not a like a Soulsborne game, right? It's oh, sorry, no, it's not From Software. It's a uh, Bandai Namco. Sorry, I don't know why I thought it yeah, was From Software. Yeah, that's. Well, oh, it's their Bandai, it's their publisher. Because that's, that's, same that's publisher, publisher. Yeah, yeah, same publisher, yeah. Not, not the developer. My bad. It was, 
Um, yeah, yeah so I'm I, dying to hear more about it. Yeah. Oh, well, guys, I mean, I think we covered most of what we wanted to talk about with Microsoft. Uh, oh, can were- I mention another one? Sea of Thieves. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, not because I'm interested in it, because I'm wondering who's going to buy this kind of game. <laughs> An online pirate game. I'm sorry, there was a pirate game again. So not to s- skip ahead here, but in the Ubisoft uh, Skull conference. Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones. At, and all that I'm thinking is, who is like, I need to be a pirate with my friends, you know? I, I just don't know. who's. I can see why people want to do Destiny raids, because they get to shoot aliens in the head. Why would anyone be like, oh, I got to round up six people so that we can go pirating on a boat <laughs> in, the, in the seven seas? You know? Just think of, think, of all the, think of all the booty. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, is it? Do they follow treasure maps and they have to work together to solve the the puzzle and pick up clues, or is it just pillaging and looting and and it, and it hiring? looked nice and and the demo was kind of interesting, but all that I could think was this is not going to have any longevity. No, what, nobody what if, is going to be playing this. What if they're all looking for the legendary the treasure week. of Big Whoop? Uh, who's I, the developer? <laughs> see if these. Uh... It's, uh, oh, it's rare. That's right. Oh, then it is going to be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> How are you 20 so- years ago would never have <laughs> expected me to say that. But. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sea of Thieves, it's, it might be interesting. I, I think it might be, I don't know. I, I'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt. I just, I just really don't know it. who it's for. I, I, have no idea. I would probably it's just end up shooting gamers. my shooting my friends out of cannons. <laughs> That's probably what I would just be doing. Uh, and then I, I guess uh, unless there's any others that you want to touch on, the Microsoft uh, conference wrapped up with Anthem. Yeah, do you want to go into yeah. more about that? Uh, it's Bioware's new IP. It looks stunning. It's uh, amazing. It it starts off with. Uh, one of your colleagues running. So you're in a you're in a market setting, and your colleague runs up and tells you he's done something, he's messed up. Uh, you have to come help him sort out a problem. You put on this big giant suit, which I believe was called uh, what was it called? <laughs> Do you remember what the suits were called, I Josh? I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh, God, starts- giant robots are so hot right now. And <laughs> between Xenoblade and Titanfall. Okay, and... Mugatu. Yes. <laughs> uh, that was the reference. And you take off in this thing. You start you start flying through this beautiful world, uh, going past all these crazy animals. You you was there dinosaurs in it, Josh, or am I going You're asking the wrong guy. Was... I only saw the CGI trailer. I missed the I missed the actual gameplay one. Oh, I, th- I think that's all there was. Uh no, no, there was there was gameplay. It was definitely oh, I didn't a game. See a HUD. Uh, well, I don't them, see a HUD, I assume. Uh, it showed your character flying underwater and then coming back up, spotting a load of enemies, and your your friend uh, takes a flanking position and gives you cover, and you're firing these oh. kind of missiles at at all these enemies. You can see them be targeted. Looks absolutely beautiful. Looks fun. Uh, then two more people jumped into the game, and it looks like they're your teammates and. You're getting a bit of a, a Destiny vibe at this point, and it it looks like it's got a lot of potential. 
It looks um, good. It, it looks way too polished for a Bioware game <laughs> these days. Like I, I'm like, this can't be. This can't be the Bioware we've come to know over the last ten years. This, yeah, I'm it, giving it a heavy dose of salt. We'll see. It's uh, yeah. I, I'm not expecting anything because it's Bioware. Well, all that I will say, me of twenty years ago would never have done anything. But. <laughs> all that I will say is uh, that's the kind of trailers that we need at E3. It was yeah. exciting. It was beautiful. It gave you reason for optimism. Even if you had actually watched it, Elliot, maybe you wouldn't be so goddamn cynical. <laughs> I saw I saw it. I just didn't think it was gameplay. I didn't see gameplay. I thought it was... You must not have watched it through. But uh, maybe, maybe it's not. it's worth... Go go find it. Check it out. Yeah. I'll watch uh, it. I, as I say, I thought it wrapped up a, a really good conference for Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah. I, overall, I thought it was pretty good. Um, uh, def- definitely one of the stronger showings. This, uh, oh, wow. this 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 E3. I feel like I watched a different show from you. Although guys. I feel although I feel like this the bar wasn't necessarily all that high, but still still yeah. I, I would no, put I, I would put on a good side of things. This was one of the more uh, lukewarm E3s I've seen, and the Microsoft conference didn't like. Aside from the excitement of a new console reveal and how really impressive, legitimately awesome it sounds the xbox the original xbox bc as well yeah all that was great the games they showed um uh i don't know it was just it was a lot of pomp it was a lot of cg trailers it was a lot of <laughs> stuff that <laughs> Ellie, get you're gonna be getting there's just no <laughs> like hate you. mail from all the xbox fans no, <laughs> you know no you sony fanboy i just <laughs> I felt like I felt like I was being pandered to and they were missing the mark with like the those all the guys, all the people in the audience wearing the exact same T-shirt, whooping and hollering about a car. That's that every conference you've ever watched, Elliot. Developers, 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 developers. I want to be respected a little more when I'm going to watch it. <laughs> it wasn't for you, Elliot. It was for Xbox fans, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've got a 360. I can be an Xbox fan if they will have me, but they haven't. <laughs> they don't want me. Oh God! Okay. okay. Well, we'll leave Microsoft there. Yeah. Let's, so, uh, let's, so let's, Josh, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. Let's was, t- let's yeah. take a quick let's take a quick break before we come back to yeah. talk about Bethesda. Sounds, sounds good. good. All right. And we're back. So next up on the docket was Bethesda's conference, which I VR City. Oh God, I Good Lord. Josh, this one was after my bedtime, so <laughs> you, I assumed yeah. you would watch it on the West Coast. <laughs> yeah, so I, I watched it, and it was okay. I, I I am still not on the VR train yet. Give me wait. Once it becomes more, well, yeah. first off, once it doesn't make me sick half the time. Yeah, and once it's I don't know, less it's, it's always seems like, well, let's just tack this VR onto this other experience and hope it works for the best. There's um, no one that's really quite figured it out yet. Yeah. It's all, it's all really cool demos, but nothing that nothing like entering another world and you're this guy and feeling that, that heart pumping, you know, you don't feel, I never, you don't expect. feel like you're there. It's like, okay. So, yeah. so two of the ones they announced were fallout four and Skyrim VR. And yep. to me, that just sounds like, hey, we're going to throw you into this world where you can now do everything at half efficiency. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and you can vomit. 
in the yeah. real world <laughs> at the same time. So, yeah, it's I guess that's two great things. <laughs> so they I should do a VR helmet with just like a barf bag attached to the mouth. <laughs> you know what the and best you can part just spin is? Around like, and hurl. Play this on PSVR <laughs> because you know how how good Bethesda are at porting things to consoles. Oh, <laughs> I bet it'll be safe. <laughs> yeah. So I mean. I know there are some people out there that do like VR and more power to them. It's Fallout 4 and Skyrim. Both of them are at, at depending on who you ask, are at least decent games. Um, I mean, I like them both, but I know some people absolutely hate Fallout 4, even though I still think it was all right. Um, the I was a little they, disappointed, but I, really I mean, I was disappointed, Skyrim. but I, I mean, I was disappointed, but I was still like, OK, I'll still play this. Um, the other VR game they had was Doom and it's not Doom VR. It's Doom VFR. And I, I can I can wager a guess as to what the F stands for. They didn't um, actually tell you. I don't think they actually did, but I'm pretty sure. So v fucking R. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, BFG. Come on. Um, and so Doom VFR is actually it's not they didn't take the Doom game and just tack VR onto it. This is actually a separate standalone Doom game. And while I was watching the trailer for it, it's it's kind of interesting how they do it. I'm not entirely sure how that's actually going to feel when you're actually playing it, because the way it works is. Yeah, you still have your controllers, you know, to fire and aim your guns and all that. But the other thing you do is you don't walk. You don't walk. You don't run. You basically point at a spot and then you kind of like phase shift there. You don't teleport. It's not not fast enough. Like it's not as fast as a teleport and you're not actually like sprinting there. It's just like, a OK, now you're there. Um, and that and then you just move from spot to spot while you're killing enemies. So it's an interesting take. I kind of wonder how that's going to work as far as motion sickness is concerned. Um, Apparently, VFR stands for visual flight rules. <laughs> that, that's, I don't think in this case. That is for planes. <laughs> well, you're, you're saying you, you just jump. Yeah, but you're saying you jump from place to place. Maybe it's. Uh, uh, yeah, probably gl- not. Though. I am glad Go you're ahead. not a pilot. <laughs> um, not yet. And so. Uh, yeah, it's again, it's one of those things where I'm personally not interested in it. If they could ever get VR to a point where, you know, it's truly immersive and i'm actually kind of all and i and i don't get sick by putting on this headset and trying to maneuver well what i've heard josh is actually that if if you warp to a spot and you're not trying to walk uh you're less likely to get motion sickness so i heard the Mm -hmm. batman game worked very well because you were warping from one position to another and then you were just looking around your current position uh so when i saw this demo for doom vfr i thought maybe this has potential maybe this is how these games should work at this point while the technology isn't you know mature enough to actually be able to deal with a human being walking and us not puking all over the place while playing it i mean Uh, maybe i just i just kind of wonder if it actually if it's actually going to work with doom specifically because i mean as you've seen and played or even watched me play I'm moving all the time when I'm playing those games. I'm <laughs> yeah. jumping, I'm strafing. I'm just, I. But just didn't you actually think when you looked at this that this looks like a good representation of playing Doom without walking? I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was really interesting. I, I, I hope I mean, it I works. Don't, I, don't, I don't have any tactile feedback on it because it was just a video. But I mean. It looked like I mean, it looked like they were just they were playing Doom and in with this extra movement mode rather than actual just movement. So I mean, yes, in theory, it looks like it works. I just don't know because I haven't don't have hands on. So it's 
We'll see. I'll reserve judgment to actually playing it. I mean, it looks if it, if it works, and if you're saying that motion sickness is a lot better that way, or well, not a lot better, but if you don't feel as sick doing it that way than by just walking, then fine, that's great. Um, apart from VR, though, they did some more stuff with Skyrim. They are actually porting Skyrim to Switch, so now you can play a nine-year-old game on on your Switch. Uh, <laughs> I think they so actually I'm, told us that about four years ago, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was last. It was a few months ago. Was so, that January? I mean, I, I remember I've been I've been hearing about it for a while now. I don't think it was that. It was. Terrible. It was on the original Switch uh, trailer. Yeah, it, they so had Skyrim showing up. Jan- was that? I think that was the January, like the big Switch reveal. Yeah, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Being able like to play forever ago now. Being able to play a, a, an Elder Scrolls game on the go actually sounds like a lot of fun to me. I just I think that might be the only way I ever finish one. Is being able to play in bed and take it with me, and uh, but but the the other news that kind of goes with, I mean, you you're going down this Bethesda list: Fallout VR, Doom VR, Skyrim VR, Skyrim Switch, um, and then Bethesda says that they haven't even started thinking about developing Elder Scrolls Six yet. Yeah, just like well. man. What's going? I mean, they have two other games they're in development, and they've really been hitting it out of the park with these like doom wolfenstein uh these old first person shooter remakes or uh not remakes but yeah yeah i know what you mean all the properties actually dishonored uh prey was well received they like them too bethesda are good at what they do but it's it's kind of interesting that they're confident enough to have a conference when they don't have that many properties to show, yeah. They well, really they they had they. I mean, they had three new ones of their main prop of their properties. They had uh, Wolfenstein Two, which looks great. Yeah. I mean, it was just which really looks good. amazing. That's the best trailer. Would you say it's possibly the best trailer of the entire uh, E three? It's. Uh, it was the funniest for sure. I mean, Beyond and Good and Evil Two was good. You can't beat a good axe in the neck. Metroid, Metroid Pri- Prime 4 or, was probably the best one. Yeah, that had the best <laughs> It was trailer. the words. It was the words <laughs> Metroid Prime. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, Josh, what were you saying? Uh, but I'm saying, so, that, so they had Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, which, I mean, yeah, they had the nice intro. First off, it was the weird ad with the robot dog thing attacking the cops. Yeah, I was and, like, what am I watching? Yeah. Like, skip this video, YouTube. Where's the... And it just kept going. Uh, <laughs> so and then, but then they also had the, a new Dishonored. Uh, Death of the they Outside. didn't have a new Dishonored. They had an expansion. Well, an expansion pack. But I'm saying it's Dis- Dishonored is one of their their big IPs right now. So I mean, it's they. Yeah, it's not it's not Elder Scrolls and it's not Fallout, but it's Dishonored. Um, and then they also Eugene? had yeah, they also had the Evil Within two, which uh, I think Elliot might enjoy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did they do the? Okay, I'll I'll figure it out myself. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the evil within, I haven't played the first one again. It's a potential for backlog roulette, uh, or possibly one that all three of us could play at the same time. Yeah. Josh, did you complete it? I haven't touched it. Actually, we did do Bethesda. Yeah. Bethesda so that, that could be a good one to add to the list of games that we could all try to, and I don't think it's that long. I think it's maybe eight or 10 hours. Would that be right? Do I even have it? I don't even know if I have it. <laughs> uh, you can pick it up for five five six bucks so cheap but i i i've heard that you want to get the the game of the year like the whole all the expansions with it because they're worthwhile cool okay well we'll have to do that but uh 
And so, and then the last thing with Bethesda uh, was they announced the Creation Club, which, oh, that's right. what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, what was that? So they're basically announced like an online marketplace for mods, which if you've ever played Skyrim or Morrowind or Fallout or anything, you can go to ModDB or what's the other yeah. one? Uh, Mod Nexus or something. And yeah. there are tons of mods that are out there for free. I mean, I know this might be catering to more of the console crowd that doesn't necessarily have the access to the mods, but I mean, at this point, I I just, I don't know. There's so much out there that's already free and good. I just don't understand the appeal here. The appeal to who? I can totally understand the appeal appeal to Bethesda. (laughs) I can totally understand the appeal to mod creators. So mod creators spend weeks and months and years building these amazing mods to totally... uh, change everything about the game in some cases they're basically expansion packs they're whole new quests whole new areas and like well right some of them a lot of them while while i agree that in some sense i think well no because the thing so a lot of the stuff with paid mods is that if you're not the original creator like if you don't you know if you're not bethesda you can't really they don't want you making money off their stuff so even if you're modding something and you put a ton of effort into it you're still basing it on the original product that was created by bethesda so while while i can understand their uh possibly some sort of compensation for them this way and that's kind of okay in that sense um i just don't know i i don't see i don't see this being that successful considering how used the community is right now is to being able to get mods at free (laughs) well that's good last last time they tried to do it the community spoke and said they didn't want to have anything to do with it. Basically, and that, yes. that that might happen again. I assume what Bethesda, what Bethesda are doing in this case is they're saying, we are going to curate the best of the best. We're going to make sure they're up to scratch. And then we will essentially sell them on to you and give the developers a fair cut. You know, that's mm-hmm. up to them, whatever they decide. Now, in theory, if you're getting curated content, then maybe you have to pay for it. I don't think it's going to be a complete shit show and asset flippers just <laughs> throwing up the same thing that someone else did and trying to make a buck and Bethesda being fine fine with that. I mean, I could be totally wrong there, but again, if that is the case, the community will speak and and the, you know, the brakes will be put on it once again, but yeah, you know, we'll, it's we'll all it remains to be seen. We'll see what happens. I'm sure, I'm sure a developer could Put their stuff up there for free too if they wanted well yeah probably i mean like i like, go not necessarily uh yeah. isn't that what steam oh but this is for consoles consoles well. okay this I is for consoles I, so yeah and I, I don't know if this is fair to say but it seems to me like the console community is more willing to spend more money on potentially like because it could be that or no mods for them if if this could be for Sony potentially who didn't want to let mods on it at all and who blocked so many of them maybe they're just looking to make sure that there is an authority saying these mods are good we will allow them all I know Um, is most of the games that I actually want to go through and mod which to be fair are a lot of Bethesda games because they're janky and bullshit out of the gate (laughs) Um, I already I have them on PC so this is this is a non-starter for me personally I don't care about it at all I would never buy a Bethesda game on a console. Yeah, never. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, well, I mean, that was Bethesda. 
Did you guys see the Devolver conference? Because holy shit. <laughs> no, nope. I didn't. Uh, I think so, I saw a screenshot of a lot of blood and maybe yeah. someone with blood <laughs> on their face. So yeah, so... <laughs> it was weird just, that they even had a conference. Yeah, I don't understand I really the logistics behind it or why it happened or anything, but uh, it's like 15 minutes after we're done here, you should go watch it because it's like David Lynch directed a game conference. Um, <laughs> it's just, it was just so absolutely insane. Uh, so they only they only showcased two games, uh, Ruiner and Serious Sam's Bogus Detour, which both of them were like, they look like dual stick shooter games. Um, do they but look that, good? I mean, Serious Sam was like a 2D pixelated type game and Devo uh, Ruiner was more, I don't know, kind of reminded me of the new XCOM stuff, style graphics, top down, three full 3D, things like that. Um, yeah. They, but yeah, and, but that wasn't, that wasn't the thing. Everybody, every, the, the only thing everybody's talking about with Devolver right now is the conference itself, which is stars Nina, who was their spokeswoman who came out. And, you know, to a lot of applause and then eventually she gets tired of the applause and she fires a gun into the air, reloads it, fires it a few more times and then starts going. <laughs> and then and then she starts talking about uh, like uh, then she goes into Ruiner and then when she comes back, she starts talking about she. The thing is a whole big meta comment, meta commentary on how these conferences are all just ridiculous ways for you know, companies to make money off of you. And yep. so, yes, so she, that's what I'm saying. So CG trailers and shills in the audience. <laughs> yes. Gosh. Yes. This should have been the only thing I saw. <laughs> so, Xbox uh, fanboys are coming for you, Elliot. <laughs> uh, I hope so. Cause then that means we have more subscribers. <laughs> and then they have, they have his next guy come out. Um, and I honestly forget his name off the top of my head. I got to go back and look it up, but he starts talking about, we've got this great new thing. We invented a technology where you could just throw money at your screen so that you could pay us for things that you want. <laughs> And so they bring up a person from the audience who is obviously, I mean, and uh, he, he gives him a stack of bills. He says, here, just start throwing in the money. And then he throws it at the screen and it disappears. He throws it at the screen and it disappears and then accidentally throws his arm in there and he loses his arm and there's blood gushing everywhere all over uh, the woman standing next to him in the computer and himself. <laughs> um, and <laughs> then they move on to serious Sam <laughs> And then they come back and they are talking about two more things. Now they have earliest access games. You can get games before they're even conceptualized. Uh, <laughs> and they they then pan over to to Suda to a small like interview with Suda Fifty One, uh, who basically responds with, "Who the hell's Devolver Digital? Please get out of my office." <laughs> and then uh, comes back one last time, and they have one more thing to show off. It's uh, comment created content. So it's like, are you pissed off about a game? Do you think you want something like dual wielding? Go on to your, go on here and start typing. I want dual wielding. And they show like a video of a guy suddenly getting dual wielded weapons in game because of the comments. And so they bring up the same guy who lost the arm earlier to do all this stuff. And he starts getting the dual like, wielding. Yeah. <laughs> That's cruel. So he starts getting like really into it. And then Nina, the main woman who's talking starts like screaming at everybody and yelling about the comment content. Uh, comment generated content and then starts getting a nosebleed and then gets stuck on the word future. Keeps saying future over and over and over and over until her head explodes. And that's it. <laughs> Sounds it's, like a very interesting <laughs> game advertisement. <laughs> it yeah. was uh, quite possibly one of the weirdest things I've ever seen at a D3. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah. I <laughs> was this was this weirder than the Konami 2010 was it? And the head thing? No, like the, the guy who the one million troops 
I don't remember that. What are you, ta- what are you talking about? Oh, no. Maybe it was Capcom. Uh, I can't even think of the game it was, but it was a sequel to some other game that didn't do that well. And the guy was just super eccentric up on the stage. And like the one million troops was that he kept saying over and over again. That was the thing. You know what I'm talking about. I, it's, it's not coming to mind. So you just can't remember. Just, I'll find a link. Just cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> I will not because people will. I'll be vindicated in the future. <laughs> One day, that, Elliot. That, One day. <laughs> yes, Elliot did not know what he was talking about. It, it happened, but he had no information. Good on him. Um, <laughs> okay, so I, what's I up next? So next, so next up after Devolver, we had a uh, Ubisoft or Ubisoft, depending on whatever the hell you oh, want to say man, at any given this moment. This conference, this was a conference of highs and meh yeah. for me. Yeah, no, I, I agree. There was def- there were definitely a lot of highs that I was not expecting to see from an Ubisoft conference. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Sorry, Elliot sent me that damn link. Um, yeah, check it out. Click it, and as soon as you see the picture, you'll be like, oh... <sighs> Oh, 99 nights, that thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I vaguely remember that now. Um, yes. So was it weirder than that? <laughs> anyway, let's Yeah, it was a little weirder than that, I'd say. Um so yeah, Ubisoft. I let me just let's just get the first one out of the way because I the first game they showed was Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Yes. Which in my mind, going up to this, I had seen like pictures of like the splash screen of it. And I'm going, this is the dumbest goddamn idea ever. Why did they make That's this? That's what everyone said. I know yeah. that. I'm not saying I'm alone. I'm just saying it's the dumbest idea. <laughs> I'm not saying you're got, not saying. We got these minion knockoffs and they're with Mario in the Mushroom Kingdom for some goddamn reason. Who the hell greenlighted this game? And then they start showing the game and I'm like, I need this game. <laughs> yeah, it looks really, really good. And I need a bit of an XCOM kick. Yeah, it's Mario yeah. XCOM. What the hell? Who? Oh, Somebody's God. a genius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just. Uh, I've only I, I, got one question. Uh, what are Rabbids? And... So Rabbids came from Rayman. You know, the Rayman games. Yeah. So the I I played one of them. Rayman Legend Origins. Maybe I yeah, played a couple episodes. Th- there was a, a Rayman of- game called Raving Rabbids, I believe, and they were kind of like I don't know if they were the antagonists or just some annoying things in the game, but they came from that. They're basically like minions, so just think minions when you think rabbits. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it started out with like the Wii, the Wii Rayman launch game, right? Whichever one was, was called like Raving Ray- Rabbits. Yeah, that was like <laughs> that was the Wii one. Yeah. Oh, so, so it, it was a Wii one. So uh, that would explain the Nintendo tie-in. So they basically had a Rabbits game for Wii, and now they have this one for Switch. Oh, they had a whole bunch yeah. of Rabbits games yeah. since the Wii one, and they all they went across all the platforms too. There was like a Rabbits party if, game too, wasn't there? Like a Mario yeah. Party type game. Probably. Yeah. There's tons of them. Uh, Funny that I completely missed all of these. Yeah. Were they just terrible? Pretty much, I they I haven't played one. They, it's not they that never they, interested me. I mean, they might have been, but I think it was just that no one cared. Because <laughs> yeah, because again, it's that whole minion effect. If you're not a middle aged woman or my wife, then you're not all like, oh my god, minions. So, um, yeah. Did you see that? Like in the audience when they were showing this gameplay demo, and and, and everyone was loving it. They had 
one of the I think it might have been like the lead developer or designer or something like that in the audience. And they made him like stand up. And yeah. Take a bow. Yeah. I saw that. He was in tears. Yeah. It was so like, oh, man, it's just Could it's, you imagine like when that game is first announced, like the shit you're going to get. Yeah. People like <laughs> this thing you've been working on forever. Maybe you're a developer and you love games and you're working on a Mario game and you're like, this is my fucking chance. This is my dream come true. I'm yeah. gonna make it the best thing ever. And then you just get shit on. And you go to E3 <laughs> and you see the the gameplay trailer and everyone applauds. You're just like, the, you, the you, guy was overcome emotionally. Well, it you know, so leading cool up to, to this, see. he's been telling all his friends, he's like, yeah, I'm working on a Mario game. And rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and it's not even and rabbits. It's plus, plus rabbits. Plus, plus. That might have been the thing plus. that bugged me most about the entire trailer. But yeah, it's a game that yeah. should not exist, and it looks fun as hell. I don't know. It looks really good. It's, it looks really polished. It looks really fun. Uh, as you mentioned, though, Josh, the only thing that's a little bit worrying is the rabbit's sense of humor. Oh, no, I mean, I'm sure it might get old after a while, but at least at this point, I'm kind of used to that sort of thing with, with all the minions hysteria. The selfie. So. The yeah. Princess Peach with the selfie. I saw that in oh, the, every trailer. The flip. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not too so, sure about that at all. As long as the game is good, like I, I Borderlands 2, the humor in that one kind of graded on me after a while, but I got used to it. So, all right. So moving on, though, again, why does that game exist? Um, <laughs> next up was Assassin's Creed Origins. Now, oh, I have. Oh, oh, I've got a comment. Why does that game exist? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Assassin's Creed. <laughs> why do they still exist? You're asking the wrong guy. I, I've not played any of the Assassin's Creed games. I tried to play the first one and was bored out of my mind. And then I think I tried to play one of the others and again was bored out of my mind. Elliot, I hear what do you think about them? I hear the second and third one game, third one were good, though. Um, I've never played any of them. But yes, I also I also um, have heard two, not the third one, but Assassin's Creed 2 and the, the two that came after the spin-offy ones, uh, Brotherhood and uh Unity. No, no, no. Syndicate. Uh no, 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 no. It was the ones that came before three. So Assassin's Creed was like complete shit. No, was one there liked a it. Revelations or Revolution? Yes. Or Re- that was, yeah, that it was, was that was the Vita one. Brotherhood and was it? Revelations was the Vita one. Where was the one that you're thinking of? No, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm wrong. Go ahead. Never mind. Yeah. So then it was Brotherhood and it was Revelations. And that two Brotherhood and Revelations, like the main character is Ezio, and that's that's like his story. And those were are supposed to be some of the best, uh, not only Assassin's Creed game, but like the best games in that genre that there are. And then three, everyone hated. Four was supposed to be pretty good. The the black sales one black, black flag, flag yeah black flag but then the ones after that have just been pretty mediocre yeah from what i've I, heard i haven't actually played a single one everything about them the way it controls the climbing the uh combat everything about it is just bland and average and i don't know nothing sets it apart it doesn't have the the bite of uh the batman games in terms of combat the climbing isn't as fun as even Uncharted or Tomb Raider. Um, but anyway, sorry, I, sh- I shouldn't be shitting on well, Assassin's Creed. Did anyone actually watch that trailer? I, I So I, I, wa- I watched the, uh, I was watching the giant bomb talks over thing. And, and they the thing they mentioned that actually 
it was something I was thinking when I started first started watching it, and then they finally vocalized it, and that it looks like it looks like they're going down almost like a far cry route. Like up at the top, you could see your compass HUD with question marks for like, I guess, unexplored locations. And instead of like, you know, going to assassinate someone, it looks like you're going into this base and he was like clearing it out. You know, so, <laughs> yeah. So that's seriously How lazy what, are Ubisoft getting? They just do the same thing in every single game. Watchdogs, uh, far cry, Assassin's Creed. They're all the same game. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Yeah. But how's it different from Elder Scrolls and Fa- Fallout? Well, that's They're pretty much all the same game. I know that's fine yeah. if those want to be them, but, the, to it, that. but is that what Assassin's Creed's trying to be? I don't know. That's my point. Is I mean, but, it's I, I I have already come to accept that Elder Scrolls and Fallout are, are more like that now. Um, but I mean, yeah. it's if uh, up until this point, I don't think people played Assassin's Creed that way. I, I'm pretty sure they were relatively self-contained stories. You know. N- not necessarily yeah, no. open world so much as like a hub world type thing. Yeah, I I, I see what you're saying. Like Fallout's always been open world. Elder Scrolls has always been open world. But Assassin's Creed is they're kind of like merging Fallout or Far Cry with Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And uh, if you go back to last year's Syndicate, I'm positive it was open world. It was Ubi world. Oh, yeah. It was. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. One hundred percent. Anyway. That's just me ragging on Ubisoft. I'm just saying again, that was one of the low points. I just don't know. And I guess this is my thing about EA and Ubisoft and the Activision game, you know, Call of Duty. People buy the same game every yeah. year. Yeah. EA, yeah. FIFA, Madden, <laughs> NBA, if it ever comes out, the same games that you bought every time over. And Ubisoft has so many of them. Uh, Assassin's Creed. And Far Cry as well. I remember playing Far Cry 3 and really enjoying it at first and then just realizing I'm doing the same thing over and over and Come over. Come on, but now you're playing Zelda and climbing towers in that game. <laughs> Zelda, <laughs> every encounter feels different. Zelda, every area feels different. And you're playing it just for the joy of how it feels. Far Cry is generic Ubisoft and it, it doesn't have charm and it doesn't have uh invention for me it's just the same thing with slightly better graphics uh did do so what about the i guess this year far cry 5 is making waves because it's about uh fundamentalist christians or some sort of they don't specify it seems to be it's they claim it's some sort of cult i mean yes there's definitely some like constitutional native nationalist constitutionalist Bible thumping, you know, crazies there that seem to be making up the bulk of whatever the baddies are. Um, at least yeah. that's where it seems to be hinting at. Um, I, I kind of liked the idea of the. I mean, I haven't played a Far Cry. I played a little bit of Far Cry Three. I didn't play any of Four, and I played a little of the very first Far Cry. Um, so I'm kind of actually interested to see what they do in an American setting rather than like some tropical island or. Yeah. What was Far Cry Four? It was like the China Highlands or something like that, um, or Tibet. Was it Tibet? I think it was Tibet. Um, so it could. The setting itself is kind of interesting to me. I'm kind of curious to see how, how they how they do it. Then they they also added. Uh, it looks like you can have teammates now. Um, I think they had that in Far Cry Four. Actually, did they? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There was co op in it. Okay. 
Uh, well, I don't know if this is co-op so much as AI guys because they like pointed – they had the guy pointed like a water tower and he had a sniper friend and the sniper friend went up to the tower and, and you could tell you could tell the AI where to snipe here and there. Yeah. So Has anyone ever found that interesting in, in Half-Life 2 or in – what was the one that you played on, on PS2, Elliot? It was uh, Star Wars Battlefront, was it? Did that have squad-based yeah. tactics? Yeah. Uh, did uh, did you ever well, find that interesting? I always found just actually playing as the lone gunman and doing my quest yeah, was no, much more I interesting hate... than pointing and telling someone go take cover here. I mean, I never use those. I, I I can't think of what other game I played, but I know there's been a couple where it's Rainbow just Six. Like, you play any of the Rainbow Six games? Because that's but I that's totally different. That's that's a tactical game first, and you even have to didn't you have to make plans before? You go in, uh, or kind was of. that just the original Rainbow Six? I mean, kind of. I haven't played. I haven't played a lot since like the first set of Rainbow Six games. Not you know once once they hit like, uh, uh what the hell Vegas and Siege and all that. I didn't play those, but I played like the original Rainbow Six and the ones that were like right after it. Um, yeah, I just played the first one ever, and it was basically putting markers on the floor, tell this team to go here and wait for a go, and then. Uh, which was really fun, but yeah, do, actually during. Uh, I mean, it just it just depends on how good the AI is. If yeah. the AI is if the AI is terrible, then it's going to be terrible. If the AI works just fine, then it works fine. Like if I, I go back to Persona Three, I beat Persona Three just fine, despite the fact that people seem to have issues with the AI. I didn't have any issues, mostly because if you use the tactics button, then you can somewhat control them. <laughs> um, so yeah, it just it just depends on how it's all implemented. I again, we only caught a glimpse of it during the trailer, and the trailer was definitely very scripted and very yeah. CG. So there's uh, mm. not necessarily too much that can be gleaned about it, but we'll see. Yeah, but, uh, I wouldn't be in much of a rush to get that one, even if an Ubisoft, you know, one of a series gets a huge score. It's just hard for me to believe that it's going to be any better. It's like Pro Evolution Soccer getting a nine one year or FIFA getting a, a nine point something. It's still hard for me to believe that it's going to be any more interesting than the last year's one. Well, but then I'm a cynical bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, but that's I want to go back to one of their highs, though. So one of their highs that I am looking forward to and I know you guys are looking forward to is South Park, the Fractured Butthole. Hell yes. The first game. What was the hell? I thought you were going to go in a totally different direction. <laughs> we'll get to that one. I was one. fully expecting Beyond Good and Evil. I was like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> we'll, get to that. we'll get to that one. But this one I counts too. zero interest in this. What? In South Park? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Did you Elliot. play the first one? No. The first okay. one, it's absolutely oh. hilarious. The gameplay is... Roulette, the gameplay is okay. Oh, but it is, the, oh, it is just... No. It is so goddamn funny. I mean, yes, most, hey, you should, this is right up your alley. It's all juvenile humor. I don't, <laughs> it is. I don't, really good. <laughs> I don't play games for jokes. I play games. This is okay. This is one of the places where I feel like uh, game developers are actually kind of letting us down. Well, they're getting better and better. A lot of indies have a, a bit of comedy in there. I think we, we cover this in uh, <laughs> our future episode. <laughs> which we recorded out <laughs> of some five <laughs> but uh yeah we talked about a, bit, a few funny games seriously elliot for your own sake go play south park it's completely juvenile but it's really really funny it's it's well written 
it's it keeps you okay okay you convince me i'll stop playing the last of us no no damn it park because so so (laughs) they 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 had the seat they had the trailer for it but then they ign also had uh an 11 minute hands-on thing uh do not watch that while you're at work um (laughs) but it's basically two the main character and uh uh god damn what the hell's his name steve or scott that's the kid that's got diabetes. Anyway, um, they, Scott Malkinson. Yes, yeah, Scott Malkinson. Thank you. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm Scott Malkinson. I have diabetes. Uh, and so uh, you and Scott are infiltrating a strip club in order to find Classy, who's the who's the <laughs> prostitute that you spell her name by. There's a C that fucks the L out of the ASS in, into the I. Um, and you need to get into like this VIP room in order to extract information from these two drunk guys who are in there. And in order to do that, you got to do a lap dance mini game. Um, yeah, it's about as really absurd as you could possibly imagine. <laughs> so again, don't watch it at work. Um, but it looks like it's going to be just as absolutely off the wall. Are these as the first RPGs? One. Yes. They- yes. Yeah. Turn-based RPGs. Yes. Turn-based with a little bit of quick time. Involved, uh, or what would you call it? A, a, yeah, a little bit. This one, this one seems like it's got grid based movement in the battles, so yep. Oh, but this yeah, the game I'm never gonna play. All right, I'll stream it. <laughs> I'm not gonna get <laughs> like, I just have too many. I mean, I, I've put off The Last of Us for this long. Do you think I'm ever going to get to South Park? But Elliot, first, it's amazing the, what backlog roulette will do to you. <laughs> but in the first well, game, I'm playing The Last of Us now, aren't I? But in the I first don't know, game, you get I to don't a, know. You sound like you're still not playing it. <laughs> you get to abort a giant Fair. Nazi ba- baby fetus in the first one. <laughs> all right, Elliot. How about you tell us all about the one game you thought I mentioned? I thought you were going to mention the long awaited, <laughs> long anticipated, announced, canceled, reannounced, canceled, reannounced <laughs> sequel to the Ubisoft classic Mirror's Edge. <laughs> <laughs> and then then oh, you sh- found, and then you find out that it's a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. I mean, it's, it's a continuation of the story that. Um, We've been wanting for a very, very long time, and it looks incredible. And I haven't um, played the first one, so yeah. Tell us about the original. Just a quick Uh, synopsis. Actually, didn't finish it. I got (laughs) a few hours into it, and like the HD edition that they redid. Yeah. Um, I know that you are a young lady who takes pictures of things, and you've got a boat, and you go on adventures, and you know a pig mechanic, and um, it was very charming and very funny. It was mechanic years sounds ago. like, like he does work on pigs. <laughs> <laughs> he fixes them up, you know, fixes broken hips and stuff. He might. Uh, uh, I actually yeah, was- did finish Beyond Good and Evil, and it is a really great game. It's the the graphics pop in a way that not many games from that time do, and the story's really, really fun, and it's it's not that difficult in terms the combat is uh kind of kind of straightforward and it's a pretty easy game in general but but it's it's fun and it, it's got a really fun story and a really interesting world so really kind of looking forward to the second one the only thing i worry about it is that will it will it just not hold up and i made the joke about mirror's edge <laughs> because everyone said that they wanted a follow-up to mirror's edge and then 
The second one came out and absolutely nobody bought it. <laughs> so they came I bought it. It came it came out to like no advertising or anything whatsoever. It just yeah. showed up one day. <laughs> I didn't even know it was out. And like a month ago, I went to Target and they have that the the end caps are usually bargain bin. And I saw Mare's Edge Catalyst for six dollars and I bought it. It's like I didn't even know this was out. What the hell happened? So the, did you play it? Yeah, I played like an hour. It was pretty good. But the only thing, the thing that I remember the most about the Beyond Good and Evil two trailer was fuck, 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 motherfucker. Yeah, was there lots of swearing in the first one? I didn't think there was any. My guess is there probably wasn't because it came out so long ago. I think that was kind of before people started introducing swears swear words that much into games. It was before Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. So. So yeah, it it just kind of stood out to me because I don't the the monkey every single thing he said you know I, I mean I swear like a sailor so I'm not I wasn't like turned off by it or anything it's just just stood out to me yeah <laughs> so and it was just uh, obviously it's very early in development and there's probably no gameplay even designed yet it was right. just a a fun little <laughs> CG trailer but uh, look at yeah. what we could make yeah a- again it was a it was a high point in a bit of a strange up and down conference. Yeah. yeah. And that's, uh, it's, it was in stark contrast to the next one, which was Sony, which overall was to me a big load of, okay. Uh, yeah. That's neat. I guess. Oh, what? <laughs> I mean, they had some decent stuff like the first game. You they liked showed- the Microsoft conference, but you didn't, I mean, like I thought, I didn't think Sony blew Microsoft out of the water, but it was better. It was more original, exclusive content. Elliot, I I actually disagree with that. I I think Microsoft, just in terms of their conference, what they showed and how interesting it was, I thought it was better than Sony. And I'm, I'm, I'd call myself a Sony fanboy. I'm the Last of Us is the greatest game ever, hands down. But but Sony, Sony had real people in their conference. They had, (laughs) they 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 had real like audience members. They they weren't. it, It wasn't this scripted heavily controlled you, you gotta stop this product. man yeah but i'm you talking about i'm, I'm talking from a content perspective <laughs> i mean the they had so okay let me just go i'm talking about the presentation okay uh i yeah i mean con, con and content wise too like if you take the xbox out of it and you just look at the games i enjoyed sony's more okay so talk okay. about them which ones uh blew your mind uncharted the lost legacy I mean, um, I love a good Uncharted game, so I'm definitely on board. And give me more Chloe and, and Nadine, I'm I'm on board. Yeah, and it's a yeah. game you can't play anywhere else. It's a game that you have to True. get True a exclusive. Sony system for. And you and not not to say exclusives are the only thing that matter, um, but Microsoft showed off a new console and then didn't really impress after that in terms of what you we could get do with it. it. You hate but Xbox. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and then. And then Sony comes out and shows their games that will look even better on the PS Pro. And I don't know. I it, like three. There's three games in here that blew me away. And two of them are like in my top three of the whole show. OK, so what were they? It, uh, God of War and Spider-Man. Yeah, both both I looked thought, amazing. God, God really of War. God I, of War I, I didn't th- think I didn't think God of War showed off that much, though. I think they were trying to hold some back. They they had yeah. already done the trailer. Was it at a, a PSX? 
Was it a PlayStation experience that they showed it last or was it at E3? I might have been last E3. I think it was last oh, was it? It was last just E3. this really long trailer that and it it seems so different now. It's I like, think oh, maybe I'm just not remembering the trailer. Now you get your your Mungander, or however you pronounce that. The world serpent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it 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 seemed like the f- first set of God of War games were very gratuitous and they loved it. They embraced like the blood and the sex and like everything gross. They that's that's what it was about. But this yeah. one is like we're going in a new direction. We're slowing the pace down. We're getting inside each other's heads. We're going emotional. And it was like, that's what they're trying to show us this time. You know, like he's grown up. He's lived. He's got more important things to worry Kratos, about. And... You have a son now. You can't molest everything that moves. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if that stops him, but <laughs> I haven't played the game yet. So I, I just, the way it looked. Um, yeah, it looks fantastic. And and maybe it's, maybe I'm a little, uh, I don't know if bias is the right word, but these games impressed me more, I think, because I came in not caring at all about them. They were two games that I didn't even know were going to be at E3 and I forgot existed. I did, I played the original, the all the earlier God of Wars, but I, I, I'm tired of the formula. Like I'm, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, and so these kind of just totally blindsided me. And, uh, well, for me, God of war has never interested me at all because it just seemed like button mashing and mm-hmm. do the same moves or learn this combo, do this combo, QTEs. learn another combo, do this other combo, then do QTEs. But now that it seems like there's a bit of a story to it, it seems like there's a bit more depth to it. I yeah. I'm definitely interested you know yeah and uh spider-man as well you you were was this your best of show elliot uh taking a quick look at the other ones it's between spider-man and mario odyssey for like the the most impressive the most impressive or i don't want to say mario and rabbits but that's a that's top five i'll say um but spider-man was so fluid and smooth and it they made it look so much fun yeah. to be spider-man and they let you actually be spider-man if there was, if it didn't seem like there was anything held back it was everything that spider-man is and it's all at your fingertips it reminded me a lot of the batman arkham games where they just nailed batman yeah. in so many ways and i it, it's a different developer but you could have told me it was rocksteady and i'd believe you but oh. it's I'll get I'll give you Spider-Man like it, it, the combat and stuff looked really good. And I mean, I'm as I was watching it, I'm almost like, man, it's like the bad guys didn't even have a chance. Do I really have all these yeah. options at all? I'm, times I'm worried to it's going to be too easy now. Yeah. But then <laughs> but then my, my expectations were tempered with my the the bane of my existence with games, QTEs. So, yeah, I, I, there's a bunch of those. For sure. You're right. So I uh, yeah. I'm ex- I'm actually quite excited for it. But those annoy the shit out of me. So we'll see. How about the other amazing game they had? Final Fantasy 15, Monster of the Deep, Fishing VR. <laughs> was anybody else blown away about that as I was? Oh my God, I can fish in VR. Well, you are a Final Fantasy head. You never know. Maybe this would be the thing that gets you by in VR, Josh. No, I don't give Gonna a shit. Gonna have to get it. The fishing, was, the fishing in Final <laughs> Fantasy 15 was okay. I don't give a shit. That's Is it canon though? Stop Is talking it about it. Final Fantasy canon. Who, who, who gives what if shit? there's extra trophies, Josh? You've got 100% trophies as in Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. I got the Maybe platinum. Maybe you need it's, to get it. I got the platinum. It's done. I don't need any. But it's not 100% like a, if, the, who gives if a there's shit an add-on. 
Who gives a shit? <laughs> That's going to bug you. It's going to bug you forever. <laughs> okay, so I want to ask you guys. So what is your opinion of Days Gone? Because to me, it's... I, I can find... I can... Uh, I think it's interesting, but I also feel that, like, one, I'm going to be comparing it to The Last of Us the entire time. Yeah. Two, I'm, yeah. I'm worried that it's going to be very scripted. Like, I, I was reading some stuff. They were saying, you know, it's this relatively open world and you're... And so a lot of these things are supposed to be relatively dynamic, but like the stuff they showed in the trailer, like that's that was pretty cool being able to use the horde of zombies to run off that that camp of bad guys. So you can go rescue the one dude. But I don't know. I, I've got just like this niggling feeling in my the back of my mind that it's not going to be the same <laughs> in, it, when you actually it, get to play it. It definitely leans hard on The Last of Us. It, it's yeah. got that grim, much bleaker, more washed out. Uh, design that The Last of Us has. Uh, now, can it stand out? Sony's exclusives, they tend to be able to stand out. Horizon is a, a great game in itself. It, it, if Days Gone can do the same, and, and the one thing that I thought about it was that its characters seemed a little different, at least. Again, yeah. stuck in this gritty world and, you know, having to do what it takes. So, again, a bit of a Last of Us vibe. But yeah. definitely potential for younger and also like part of a motorcycle gang. It, it it has the potential to be good. Right now, I'm completely reserving judgment. Yeah, for me, it's just something that I that I know exists, and I'm just gonna wait for reviews because I just don't know. Yeah, I'm and when you talk of... about it being scripted, um, in a way, isn't The Last of Us scripted? In a way, isn't uncharted yeah, scripted. Sometimes you have to wait. You have to go pick up certain things and put certain things certain places, and otherwise you can't get to the next cutscene. Yeah, but into yeah, the... but yeah, but those aren't open world games. True, but I would say uh, you haven't played Horizon yet. Well, you just picked it up, did you? Um, check check it out. I, I'm guessing uh, potentially Sony's Santa Monica could have learned from Gorilla in the same way that everyone has learned from Naughty Dog. It's it seems like. Sony games do tend to, and Sony, you know, developers do tend to learn from each other. So I'm, I'm still pretty optimistic about Days Gone. Yeah, it'll. I'm, it'll I'm just. Go ahead. I, th I think, I think the genre has really worn itself out. I mean, it's how. When was it? It like when was Left for Dead? You know, I mean, it was when did the zombie, the zombie thing start? And it's just like. Yeah. I thought it was wearing out its welcome when The Last of Us came out. My first response when I saw the trailer was another zombie game. Like, and it turned out to be very, very good. But we've had so many more even since then. And it's just like, yeah. I don't know. It's and, and it's another and this is maybe this is stupid, but it's another game or property where about zombies where they don't say the word zombie. And it, it's <laughs> yeah. it's it's it's. it's it's a stupid nitpick, I, I get, but it's it kind of takes you out of the immersion because if there was a zombie breakout in real life, that's all we'd be calling it. Like we wouldn't come up. They call them freakers in Days Gone. And it's like yeah. you're just trying to think of another, like, <laughs> another term. Yeah. Yeah. Like, OK, humor me for a minute. Um, I'm just going to list through a few of the games at these conferences and. Just have a have a little thing about what's going on in my head. So Star Wars Battlefront 2, Need for Speed Payback, Battlefield 1 expansions, Madden NFL 18, FIFA 18, NBA Live 18, Forza Motorsport 7, 
easy for me to say. Uh, Metro Exodus, <laughs> uh, State of Decay Two sequels. Uh, so yeah, all, all of these games: Fall, Fallout Four D- VR, Skyrim Switch, uh, Dishonored expansions, The Evil Within Two, Wolfenstein Two. The the one of the saddest things about this E three has been like everything at Ubi that I was bitching about earlier. Yeah, we've seen so much of this before, and Days Gone, so like The Last of Us. Uh, I don't know. Everything is treading old ground, and at this point, uh, should we expecting? Should we be expecting more from E three, or should we just go to PAX and look for amazing indie games and just give up on E three altogether? Did you not see Moss VR with the little mouse <laughs> with the little scarf and the sword? Oh my god, it was, it was adorable. It, so this is, it does look pretty good. <laughs> this is one thing that I did appreciate about the Microsoft conference was that it did seem like there's some more original IPs in there. Like yeah. Ashen looked really good. Um, sea of Thieves, even though we were just ragging on it. Um, but definitely yeah, Tacoma Cuphead. Tacoma Cuphead, yeah. Codefane looked um, amazing. I thought it looked so striking. The Artful Escape. And you guys mentioned... Uh, uh, the, the Last the- Night as well. But then Josh told us we weren't allowed to like it. No, you can like it. I don't care. <laughs> no, what's, um, what's the one that's the prison escape by the guys? Oh, yeah. A, a, a way, way out. out. A way so out. that was EA. A way out. Yeah. Oh, that was EA. Okay. Oh, there yeah. it is. Yeah. So, so I guess that was one of the tougher things about the Sony conference. All of these games we did already know about. There were no big surprises. There was there nothing. Were, there was one surprise yeah. for me, which was... Shadow of the Colossus for PS4 because that is an absolutely completely unnecessary game, but I need it now. (laughs) Yeah, I because the original Shadow of the Colossus was is just an just a milestone in gaming to me. It's it's fantastic. Um, But the thing is, is like it it had the controls were okay, but the frame rate was if you're lucky, it was like 20, 25 frames per second. Most of the time, once this Colossi got on screen, like it started getting pretty choppy and stuff. Um, so it being on on uh, PS4 and running at smooth frames, per, uh, I don't know if it was 30 or 60, but whatever, at a constant frame rate and just looking really pretty. It better I, have been 60. Fuck. I know. I will. Yeah. <laughs> For PS2 remake on PS4. I know. I'm super excited to play that again. <laughs> and maybe Actually, Josh, some- I've got a demand of it as well. I, I need it so that when you beat uh, a Colossus, you're not sent back to that main hub and that's have to gonna, run through the same that's not, areas. That's not going to happen. It's part of the story. No, it's not part of the story. I don't want to. I don't want yes, it to it happen. Is. It's part of the story. Oh, I don't have time for this. <laughs> that's why I gave up on it. I think I beat four of them. There's sixteen of them. <laughs> it just kept sending me back there. I was like, I'm not doing this another you four got- times. That you got to go into a different direction. And no, you got to a different way. You got to do it twelve yeah. times. Um, and it sends you in a different direction. It's not all in the same way. It's your you, the towers like in the center of the world. I'm yeah, a very I had impatient man about the game, but that wasn't one of them. But yeah, I have to uh, say though the the remaster looks pretty amazing. Yeah. So it, is it a? It's not a full remake, but is it? It's more than just an upscale. I mean. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's Maybe some. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's some technical things they're doing to make it better. But as far as I know, I, at least I haven't heard anything about there being any 
extra content. I know there I know there were rumors back when the original game came out that there was like some unfinished colossi that were that were left out of the game. So maybe maybe we'll get lucky and they'll, they'll add those in. But I haven't heard anything. So so the the other standout for me in the Sony conference was Detroit. Uh, yeah. I know it's a oh, David yeah. Cage. Yeah. Sorry, uh, David Cage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that really? Is that how it's pronounced? He, he does pronounce it differently. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I know it, the, his games are hit and miss. I, I know sometimes they control a little awkwardly, but miss. It, if that story lives up to its potential, like it does sound like an amazing, amazing idea. So androids are basically the the servants of the human race. They do all the menial tasks. And I assume one of them has contracted a virus, which has allowed him to be free of uh, his controls. And he is able to spread this by, by touching other androids. And it, it just seems like it's going to be a really, really, Fun story. Well, an interesting it, story. It sounds like a great game for me to watch someone else play on YouTube or Twitch. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll stream it, Josh. But yeah, I just hope it controls a bit better than than previous uh, David Cage games. Yeah, that's, that's I, all we could hope I, for. I like the David Cage games. I don't know. It's it's. I I know what I'm rotating signing up for. the stick to open yeah. a doorknob, and <laughs> I'm signing up for a movie that I that I am interacting with. And I don't know. Like press it's... press X to Jason, Elliot. Yeah. Press X to Jason. <laughs> With pleasure, Steve O. <laughs> you can do that for me. So before we move on, Nintendo, I want to touch one last thing, which is Undertale, which is now coming off the computer the PC finally and is going to be coming to PS4 and the Vita. Why? <laughs> I love my Vita, but really? <laughs> I'll tell you why, it's Josh, because people people me. will buy it. No, no, I'm people... not saying it's uh, I'm not saying it's not perfect for it, but I'm saying it's largely a dead system. There's It's not a dead system if people who own that system buy games and the attach rate for Vita is is huge. What games have I, yeah. are you buying for your Vita? Uh I bought one recently. What did you buy? I, Axiom Verge? Yeah. Boom. That's my most recent one. That's what I'm going to buy soon as well. It's good. It's so hard. I wish I didn't buy it on Vita. It's it's $10 <laughs> right now. I'm so tempted to pick it up right this minute. Get it on, get it on. So I, but it, it's crossplay, right? So I played yeah. it on, I, I started on Vita and I got to a boss and I just couldn't get past. It was, wait, it was just too hard with the controls. Just, I, you're, I'm not dexterous enough on the Vita, but when I switched to the PS4, I blew through them. So oh, cool. like, that's something I'm going to be playing more on console, I think. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, again, I, but, I, I, yeah. I feel like we're in the minority now at this point, but okay, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Any other um, loose ends to wrap up from the Sony conference, Josh? Uh, I mean, nothing major, I don't think. I think we covered most of the big things. I mean, there's Destiny 2, but I've, I've got Stockholm Syndrome, or PTSD, rather, so I don't think I need to go back into that one. <laughs> um, uh, Call of Duty, Marvel versus Capcom, all things that we had heard about, but yeah. nothing really, just, just short trailers, wasn't it? Yeah. All right, and so the last conference of the of the show was Nintendo's conference, which, guys, I think Nintendo won. <laughs> minute for minute, the amount of content that they gave us was is the most like condensed. Like I was disappointed in how short it was. I, I wanted a more thoughtful. Well, effort, yeah, they only but, did half an hour, right? Yeah, yeah, it was very short. But 
all the shit they gave us was yeah. uh Ellie, you played great. you played Xenoblade, right? Um not all of it. But you you It's played. a long ass game. Well, but yeah, yeah. I've got it and I've played it. So go go in what do you what do you think about Xenoblade 2? So uh hard to tell like again it's was it mostly CG trailers? I can't even remember right now. It, it was, was a lot of characters talking in English yeah. and American accents. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. They had American. Yeah. So it was that that CG trailer. And and then there was um, a little bit of action, which actually looked really good. That's it, what I'm trying to remember. If there was actual battles. There. The, uh, not, not in the, not in the conference, but I saw some people that were playing it later in the Nintendo Treehouse that they played for like 30 minutes. Oh, I didn't oh, catch cool. that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it looks good. Uh, the first game was so ambitious and you just don't get jrpgs like that anymore that that old like final fantasy 10 final fantasy 12 even style of like a scripted jrpg that we used to play back in like the ps1 and ps2 eras like that those have died off in favor of the western rpg and the the you know like the whole japanese development community has just taken a long time to catch up in the HD era and Xenoblade is one of the few uh, IPs that is around and is doing a really good job of it. So of course I'm very excited to see that as a big fan of JRPGs. And what I would ask is because I don't know anything about this series or is there multiple different series in, of Xenoblade? Like is there Xenoblade Saga and Chronicles and is there or, no. or is okay. there just <laughs> Xenoblade one and two? No. So it's <laughs> Zeno Gears was the the PS one game that kind of started the Zeno uh, prefix, and that was the only one technically. Like they're not really all connected. And then for PS two, they did Zeno Saga one, two, and three, which they say isn't connected, but there are themes that continue oh, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Zeno blade is completely unconnected but now you said you saw did you see i wasn't like, I was looking so, down so so when you played chronicles you you zohar so when you when you when, when i asked you that when you were watching it the the girl in the in xenoblade 2 or uh yeah xenoblade 2 the little green light emblem or whatever that was on her chest was the shape of the zohar which is why i was like okay uh are these connected somehow? Because I again, I don't know anything about Chronicles or Xenoblade One, rather. So might um, be like a spiritual thing, but probably like, like the the original Xenogears, the the people who wrote it released this compendium of the entire world story, and it it comprised of seven episodes and six. Of which Xenogears was six episodes, yeah. Of which Xenogears was episode four or five, and then Xeno Saga was supposed to be the first episode. And uh, it was going to go through the first three or something like that. And then they changed it halfway through development and made the second one a direct sequel and the third one a direct sequel. They're supposed to be tens of thousands of years apart. And it, it all got muddled up. And I think the whole thing just kind of fell apart. So but now they're, they're all just kind of spiritually related at this point. Yeah, it's it's spiritual in the, every sense of that word. It's there's yeah. really nothing else connecting them. No characters, no. Uh, well. But what I'm trying to get at is the same guy. It's, it's not just the most part. Xenoblade. That's that's not the name of the game. The name of the game is Xenoblade Chronicles. Isn't that right? Yeah. 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 That's that's yeah. yeah okay. Just, just okay. Short. So it makes no difference. So no. What? Well, it makes a difference to me if I go to look oh. it up and I can't find it. Is Xenoblade uh, Chronicles? Well, what was that out on? What what console was it on? Wii. The first one was on Wii. 
only. And they made a 3DS port. I'm just wondering, is it worth picking up since I picked up the Wii U? Oh, yeah. Is it? Um, would you recommend? I've, I've only heard good. I've really only heard good things about it. So I've, I, I would say probably pick it, it is. It's really good. I honestly, though, I'd want you to to try out something a little more universally accepted that's similar to it. Like if you could get through Final Fantasy X, then I think you'd enjoy. Well, the combat's. I think like, the combat's more like twelve, isn't it? Yeah, the construct. There's no gambits or gambits. I but I'm saying it's got the whole, more. The whole, it's got like, more squad base. Auto attack thing and do. stuff like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I'm just thinking. I'm what I'm thinking of is could it, the I'm thinking of just the general idea of the long form like 50 plus hour JRPG. Yeah, that's a serious like the time with it. <laughs> like I don't think this one should be your first one to get to, to get started with. But um, were all the games announced today for the Switch? Was this one Switch exclusive? Are all of them Switch? These exclusive? are all these yeah. are all Switch games except for uh, uh, the. Metroid 2 remake. Do you think any of them will come out on Wii U? I doubt no. It. Wii U's done. Just the <laughs> Zelda DLC. Yeah. I think when I saw the Zelda DLC, they showed the Wii U logo and I was like, I bet that's the last time we see a Wii U logo at E3. <laughs> 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 yeah. I bet you're right. Okay, okay. Right. so c- come on, this was uh, so, the best show of, the, of E3. What so else the ne- was there? So the next one, which it might be something that only I'm excited about, because I loved the Kirby games growing up. And they had a new yeah, Kirby, they had a new Kirby game. And yeah, it, I've never been into them. So Kirby Superstar Saga for Super Nintendo was my favorite, because it had like all these different variations of Kirby games you could kind of play on in one game. So this one kind of interested me. It had like, uh, it, it looks very... I don't not customizable is the word, but it looks there's like it looks like there's so much you can do at any given moment. Like they they made it so that you can collect teammates and then you can also kind of combo your attacks with your teammates to like if you uh, suck up a dude that lets you wield a sword, then you also shut up and then you also get <laughs> a second guy that can light things on fire. You can have him light your sword on fire and now you have a fire sword. So it's just yeah. little neat things like that. Um and it, the Kirby games aren't especially like difficult or anything. They're definitely like easy platformers uh, in my mind, um, but they're just charming. And I think it'd be a lot of fun to play. So it, it's yeah, it's it looked like a fun game and it looked like it potentially had co-op. Yeah, that was the other thing I, I, is that I feel like and I, I honestly, I don't remember off the top of my head now, but uh, it looked like they had you could assign the other characters to be actual players rather than just AI. So that that could be definitely interesting. Yeah, it looked like it was well set up to do that anyway. And with the other uh, Super Marios on the Wii U, it it looked like it could have worked potentially. Yeah, and so it's a and it's a two D side scroller. And they announced another two D side scroller just called Yoshi, and that looked really bland. Like, did you think that was two D? I thought it was three D. I thought it looked a bit more like um, it's like two point five D. I guess it's like you you're on a plane, but it's a a wide plane, if you will. Hmm. I won't. <laughs> was it not more like um, Captain Toad? Could you not like go in one direction? Or uh, that's kind of the impression I got more of. I thought it was more three D, but then as you say, it seemed like he was following along a path, yeah. as opposed to spread across a field where he could go up, down, left, right, in any direction. Yeah, I feel it like was, he's following a, a path, but you can kind of maneuver up and down a little bit along that path. Like you can yeah. you can move, you can change the two D axis you're, or the two D plane you're on. Again, I guess similar to, to Kirby, I would definitely be waiting for reviews of that to tell you 
whether it's yeah. challenging, if it just, it's fun to play. It just looked so, like the trailer they showed just, just him walking and collecting coins. It didn't really yeah, like show off anything. <laughs> it's by the same developers as the last Yoshi game, the Woolly World, uh-huh. which to me is one of the most underrated Wii U games that there is. One of the best platformers I've ever played. So with your Wii U, if you get a chance, I would highly recommend that you give that game a shot if you ever do get a chance. Um, and that kind of that's pretty much the only reason why I think this game could be really good. I didn't really see too much of it, but um, with those developers doing another Yoshi game, that's exciting for me. Gotcha. Um, yeah. But again, we'll see reviews first. So we'll probably barrel on through the Pokemon <laughs> news. Uh, well, did the big, are the big you, thing, you Pokemon fans? So I'm I'm not like you know any sort of competitive Pokemon player, but I've played a bunch of the actual RPGs. The the yeah, really big news here is that this is the first one that's not on a handheld. Yeah. Oh wow, it's huge, um, and it's going to make the Switch sell. Oh my god, like gangbusters! It's gonna yeah. go between nuts. this and Monster Hunter, it's gonna. Oh my, um, it's gonna be hard to catch. Yeah. That's pretty much it's it's what it needed. It's what we knew was coming, and then and now it's it's coming. So it might not be for a couple of years, but yeah. Uh, damn, yeah, that's gonna and, be big. And then it was followed up by what we very much did not know was coming. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. I so in the last episode I mentioned that you know one of the only things that would probably make me buy a Switch is if a new Metroid game came out. <laughs> And then, of course, the day that episode pu- is published in the Nintendo stream, they talk about Metroid Prime frickin four. Oh <laughs> they didn't they, actually talk about they, it. No, they, they just they said did. the words and all let your did, imagination do all the All they rest. did was you heard the Metroid Prime music start up and then they flashed Metroid Prime four across yeah. the screen. And that was enough for me to go, oh, my God, what the hell? But after the conference, then, though, in the Nintendo Treehouse, they showed another Metroid game, this time for 3DS, which is a 2.5D remake of the second Metroid game that was originally for Game Boy. Um, and it's by Mercury Steam, the developers of Castlevania, Lord of uh, Lord of Shadow. And so yeah. of the the reason I've mentioned that is because yeah. they, they also did a 3DS version of the Castlevania Lord of Shadow. And it plays it looks like it plays very much like this Metroid game yeah. where like the 2.5D and then they have little cutscenes that kind of go in more into 3D mode. But I heard that they didn't nobody really liked that one, though. Uh, yeah. I don't think it did too well. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm hope I'm hopeful just because it's Metroid, and I, I loved Metroid too, and I even liked that fan remake that guy did. So yeah, the, that although was really this good. this probably explains why there was a cease and desist letter sent to him sent to him. Um, but you couldn't tell it being Nintendo. Yeah, and that's what they do. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm excited, and now I'm I'm in the market for a Switch. Damn it! Yeah, you are. Damn it! <laughs> You would, ha- I mean, it's Zelda. That's the only. You're not going to buy a Wii U. How else would you have played the greatest Zelda ever made? Because I wasn't going to buy it for one goddamn game, <laughs> and I wanted something more than that. And you eventually were. Uh, it was yeah, inevitable. Metroid, and of course now freaking Mario plus Rabbids, which I can't believe I'm, the words never that I thought would come out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so good. Oh, Jesus. All right, move on. Um, I'm. I'm ugh, God. Well, let's let's knock out to. <laughs> Two games, uh, well, one of them that we're probably not that buzzed about, Fire Emblem Warriors. Uh, have you played many of the Warriors games, and are you looking forward to that? Are you Fire I've, Emblem I've, fans? I've 
I've not I've played a couple of the Dynasty Warrior games, not a whole lot of them. I don't like Muso games. They're just mm-hmm. I He's, don't see what's fun about them. You just run into a horde of enemies, slash a million times, and wait for everybody to die. The, the, these like cross uh IP Warriors games are I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just biased because they're IPs that I like, but they they've tended to be a little better, a little more fun, a little more a little more to them. Like I, I played Hyrule Warriors and I'm enjoying it. It's it's fine. It's not Zelda. But yeah, I mean, the the core action isn't too different from what you said. You're just running into guys and leveling up your character and making him godlike as he just tears down everything standing in front of him. And yeah. that's a lot of fun to a lot of people. And <laughs> adding, yeah. throwing and, Zelda in or Fire Emblem or Dragon Quest um just adds icing on the cake. Yeah, I mean, if you're a fan of Fire Emblem, I've ha- I've got some experience with Fire Emblem, not a lot, but I know there are some rabid fans out there, so they will definitely pick this up. Raving rabid fans, would you say? Kill, kill yourself. <laughs> just just kill yourself. <laughs> so uh, another one that we're huge fans of that we were expecting to see land on the Switch at some point was, of course, Rocket League. Yeah. yeah. This is a perfect fit for the Switch. Presumably, people playing with, uh, you know, a single Joy-Con. Isn't that what they're called? Uh, yeah. Is there enough buttons on it, Elliot, to play Rocket League? Sure, there's enough buttons. Do that again. So. Do that again, Steve-O. You only need a few. <laughs> you only need a direction button. You need go and break. Boost, you need boost. Jump. You need jump. Elliot's not Ball that good at Rocket League, by the Ball way. <laughs> Full disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> he still hasn't learned how to use the jump button. There's definitely still to, no way. Still trying to make his car crouch. <laughs> There's definitely no way to uh, to look behind you. But as long as you keep ball cam mode, you don't need to move the camera. So there's no way to look behind you, no way to move the camera around. I'm sure there's yep. a way they'll make but, it work. The, the yeah, thing, they'll make it. They'll make it work. They're the a good thing dev. I'm excited about though is that they've got crossplay with Xbox and PC, which Sony, yeah. the dumbasses that yeah. they are. So that's kind <sighs> of a big story in that. Yeah. That's been um, lost. Yeah, I didn't out, realize. Out of this. omission was there's there's no in, in Minecraft. We didn't even mention Minecraft. Uh, oh yeah, uh, from, from the Microsoft conference, cross platform play with Switch and PC. Uh, no mention of PS4. Same thing on Rocket League. Um, wow, PS4 and is this the, is the really Sony's decision. Well, yeah, yeah. This, yeah they uh, like the Rocket League guys. They're like, yeah, it's just a checkbox we have to check, and all they got to do is say yes. Yeah, um, they, they they said it ages ago. They've been ready to turn it on for so long. Well, so here, let me read you the quote from Jim Ryan, who we all love. Hmm. He says, "We, why did you do this? Basically, he's like, well, we've got to be mindful of our responsibility to our install base, uh, dot, 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 exposing what in many cases are children to external influences we have no ability to manage or look after. It's something we have to think about very carefully. Uh, it's the Internet, Whoa. first off. Second of all, <laughs> that's an, it's, that's an it's, intense spin. Wow. It's I'm busy. It's, I, yeah, it's I, I, I mean, it's PlayStation 4. Is he going to have friend codes next? I mean, it's yeah, it's it's a dumb argument. Kit one kids are going to be exposed to things. And I don't I'm not, not I'm not really I, I guess the word is arguing for that. I mean, obviously, there's some things younger children should not be playing and, and getting into or interacting with strangers on the internet, but so is it just messaging? Is it just messaging on the game that they're worried about? There's parental controls. 
Yeah. There's, there, there are things in place like parenting that can help with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no number of F-bombs is more painful than hearing what a save, what a save, what a over, save, over. what a save. <laughs> yeah, good, when you've good made job, that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, a massive dumbass decision on Sony's part. And I don't think, I, a part of their reasoning I think is also because they, they're worried that they may lose customers if they let you play with other games no, it doesn't make any no, goddamn it's not even sense that. it's 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 that we are king of the world we have all the power we have all the market and we can do whatever we want and if you want to play with us you're going to buy our system and we have the yeah the, the ego to tell you that yeah it's shitty yeah it's shitty. it is a little disappointing oh well well hopefully mm-hmm. maybe that maybe they'll change their mind down the road but i'm not that hopeful it's All like right. it's this it's this pendulum swinging ebb and flow like Sony was so good in PS2 that they uh, in the PS2 era that they they ruled the entire gaming industry and then were the the ex- the example of pure hubris when the PS3 came out $600 system um, and they almost completely tanked their whole operation doing that and it humbled them they slowly rebuilt and then ps4 is amazing again and now they're doing that same fucking thing again that same attitude that same like nope we're too good for this now we have 60 million consoles sold and you have like less than half that probably yeah it's it's so disappointing and even nintendo which barely has an online capable console is jumping in yeah um, with yeah. both feet and it's yeah well yeah. it's going to be an interesting uh scenario so- to keep saga. an eye on yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so but we got one last one and i know the elliot the last one and i know elliot wants to talk about it holy as, crap as how a, good as the resident nintendo fanboy i wouldn't call myself a fanboy i just know where the good games are <laughs> fanboy uh-huh <laughs> How good was Mario Odyssey? I it looks epic. Cow. I personally cannot wait to possess normal looking people in a Mario game. <laughs> the the T-Rex. Yeah, the, the T-Rex. T-Rex. Yeah. We didn't need it. We didn't know we wanted it. Yep. But we're going to get it. So turn into a bomb, turning into electricity. <laughs> give give yeah. us give us a synopsis, Elliot. Of the trailer? Yeah, of the game, yep. the trailer, yeah. Yeah, so you're you're Mario and you have a, a hat that um, as, as some kind of personality and um, you throw them around and you use the hat to possess other objects. You can throw it onto a, a live like a power line and turn yourself into an electric bolt that just travels along the length of the wire to get to the other side. You can, as Josh said, you can throw it onto the full life-size people walking around New Donk City and walk around as them. You can throw it onto enemies. To, like, there was one thing that they showed on the treehouse where bullet bills were coming around and he threw the hat onto the bullet bill and then controlled the bullet bill and flew it around. Um, so many uh, possibilities for yeah. puzzles, platforming, thing, places to, to even take the game. Um, it's It's a it's a great idea. It it looks cool. It looks like a massive world. It looks also like yeah. Mario had a spaceship that he was jumping yeah. in to go to different areas, wasn't he? So it's that's called how the you Odyssey. Get, 
to world uh, from world to world. So like, so New Donk City is the hub world, just like Delfino Plaza in Sunshine and just like the castle in Mario 64. So we're going back to that old uh, pl- uh, format of the Mario games that we kind of got away from in Galaxy and the 3D worlds and lands. And um, yep, instead of jumping into paintings, you jump into your spaceship and go off to the next world. And instead of stars you're collecting, it looks like you're collecting fuel for your ship so that you can go to different worlds. Yeah, you're picking up Moon, moons or something yeah. yeah but it is broken uh, down into levels in the way that mario 64 was and in the way yeah uh, but so is that levels in the same way as uh mario mario 3d world was and in the same way as uh super mario brothers one and three were or does it work does it work differently is it all the same you go into a level there's this number of stars there's this number of other pickups and you have to get all of them to get like three stars or to get 100% on the level. That's what it looks like. It, it, and the way they did it in, in previous Mario games is you'd go into a level and you'd get a star and then there'd be a number of other collectibles you could go in and, and collect. Um, uh, Mario 64 in particular, you could go back and complete different objectives to get additional stars. You yep. get another star, another star, another star. And in 3D world, you go back and get stamps. You go back and get, um, there's something else too, I thought. But the there's a number of things you need to get to to get to the 100% of the level and like yeah. the golden star that that you get on your profile for that. But, and I, I it looks like it's the same format here, um, but just a, a pretty inventive gameplay kind of shtick there. Um, yeah, I, I I didn't really expect anything less. We kind of all knew Nintendo had something big up their sleeve. They didn't really have uh, a Mario game of this scale. They haven't had one in so long. And yeah. when I saw it, I one. immediately thought I got to pick up a Switch. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it looked so fun. It looked so interesting. The graphics and the frame rate was perfect. I just yeah. oh, I, so I wanted beautiful. to play it. I'll it's admit so it's, it's the first Mario game I've been excited for in a long time. Long did you play Galaxy? I did, and it was fine. I never finished it. I oh, I liked it. Oh, I just I thought Galaxy was good. Actually, it didn't. It I didn't keep my attention. World was amazing too. Well, I didn't I have really a, liked, I didn't have a Wii U, so yeah. I mean, Galaxies were are probably the best Mario games for me, and yeah. uh, uh, this one. And and I haven't been let down by any of the ones since or anything, but this one just looks like like we're going back to another just like we had the greatest Zelda in a long time. Yeah. I think we're we're looking at that's one of the best the Nintendo so, Renaissance, maybe. Yeah, I mean their Wii U era was a Nintendo Renaissance. Their first party output was like really consistently well, it's, good. It's because there just, was no third party output. Yeah, <laughs> they they had no choice. You wouldn't have anything else on the Wii U. But aside from, I think, Star Fox and maybe one other one, like one of the best Yoshi games I've ever played. Um, some of the best Mario games I've ever played. Um, the best Donkey Kong Country games by far. Like it's the, the Wii U uh, Nintendo really did a lot. And, it, and it's it's really nice to see that going into the Switch here, they don't need to. Not, they don't need to rely on having. I mean, you always want to come up with good games, but they're not like 
behind as much anymore but there's they've still got that consistent output yeah um, it seems like they're doing a lot of things right um yeah they're they're spacing these games out as well i played zelda on wii u and it took me ages and it was brilliant every single moment of it and i imagine for a person who bought a new console bought the switch and played zelda it must have been everything they wanted in a launch title and now I see this Mario game and I go, this could be Zelda again. This yeah, could be that's, lightning yeah. striking twice. It could be just pure unbridled fun. And I'm jealous of everyone who has a Switch. And I'm yet again annoyed by Nintendo because you can't buy a Switch in North America. And why does this stuff keep on happening? It's just... It boggles the mind. They've done so many things right, and you can't supply enough consoles for people who want to buy them. What says, is the, wrong says, with them? says the man who owns an NES Classic. <laughs> who, <laughs> hey, I had to work hard to get that thing. That was not <laughs> easy. <laughs> I was sitting, clicking refresh on five different sites for hours. <laughs> Yeah. I earned that. <laughs> that's that's how I got my Switch the exact same way. <laughs> Be there when the pre-orders go up. That's how I got PAX tickets. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, I think we've done pretty well to to cover most of the conferences here. A uh, couple of quick fire questions. Obvious one. Uh, what's the game of E3 for you both? Elliot, what was yours? Best game. Hmm. I think... I think I have to go with Mario Odyssey. Yep. Um, it, it's also the game I saw the most of because um, I was watching the, the treehouse that came afterwards. But uh, I don't see I, I it is the way you put it. I, I see this as another Zelda. I see this as I could put 80 hours into this and still be having a blast yeah. with doing new things, finding new things, um, uh, going back and trying to get 100 percent on all the levels. It just it seems like. Um, it's, it's the kind of game that I'm looking for. Yeah, uh, Josh, I think I can guess what uh, your I, one I, is, I, but I have to I have to qualify mine. Yeah, <laughs> so there, Metroid Prime Four is obviously the the game of the, of the thing for me, just because it's the one I knew I wanted. Mario plus Rabbids is the game I did not know I wanted, and now <laughs> I want. So it's those two right there. So, Steve. guess it's just me left, and. Yeah. Come on, Nintendo trifecta. <laughs> Do it, Stevo. <laughs> it has to be Mario Odyssey. It oh, looks man. so good, more than any other game that we saw. Uh, a way out looked really interesting. A lot of potential. Uh, South Park looked funny as all hell. I can't wait for that to come out. Wolfenstein 2, best, best trailer for me. It was oh, just so yeah. funny. But Mario yeah. Odyssey was the one game that I looked at and went, I want to play that right now. I'm honestly surprised it wasn't Wolfenstein, but I can see I can see Odyssey. <laughs> Just looks so much fun. Uh, what about what about uh, <laughs> the, Did you have a biggest disappointment? Was there anything that you were looking forward to hmm. that either wasn't here or just wasn't as good as you were expecting? I mean, I was expecting Last of Us Two, but I saw uh, is it Neil Druckmann? Is that the guy? Yep. Uh, he, yeah. He tweeted. He's like, yeah. He's like, he was like, we thought about it, but this is Chloe and Nadine's show, so we'll let them have the stage. So I, I, I'm fine with that. That's fine. Yep. Um, but other than that, uh, I don't know, I guess 
nothing really was a major disappointment, like something that I was expecting to be good and wasn't good. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot I didn't give a shit about, but um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like VR, I couldn't care less about the VR stuff just now. Yeah. Um, but what yeah. about you, Elliot? Was there anything in particular that you were like <sighs> either just disappointed by or that didn't, didn't show up? I'm going to get, well, I, yeah, I was, I was also disappointed that oh, Last of Us 2 didn't show up. Also, you were disappointed that that bloody Porsche showed up in the Microsoft <laughs> yeah, conference. So, that's Xbox! what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm going to get so much shit for that, but I, I was disappointed in the Microsoft conference only because they had a new console to show, and I was expecting the world from them. I thought it was going to be far and away their best conference and far and away the best one at the show. I thought they were going to have gameplay trailers of games doing shit that you'd only see in CG. I don't know. Like it, I know it's not a, a whole new generation, but um, so it might be too much to ask of them, but it, it I, I went in. Uh, th- I, I think they're the, they might be the only conference. No, I saw Nintendo's all the way through, but like I, I was glued to the TV waiting for, you know, waiting to see what this is about, what this new hardware is about. And the, the specs on paper are very impressive that even the, the way it looks it is gorgeous, um, Im- impressively small. All that stuff was more than I expected. But then and then it, w- it was just nothing after that. And I <laughs> not nothing, but it was it, w- it wasn't games that can only run on not can only run on Xbox One, but like they'll only look this good on Xbox One. Let's yeah. show you why you're spending 500 fucking dollars on this thing. And it just, there wasn't anything, there wasn't any, anyone telling me why I had to get it yeah. other than 4K. You were um, expecting which, to be blown away by the I was Xbox Scorpio show. I was. And Fair so maybe enough. that's, so it was just disappointment in that sense um, for me. Fair enough. For me, uh, I, I think it was the realization that so many of these big AAA publishers don't want to go very far out of their comfort mm. zones. You know, yeah. when I look at the list of of uh, games for for a few of these, I'm just like Bethesda games, all ones that we've heard of before. Uh, EA games, basically all ones, but one that we've heard of before. Um, yeah. You know, Microsoft, well done to them. A few different ones. Sony, everything we had already heard of. You, you know, there was nothing. Shadow of the Colossus remake, I guess. Uh, well done, Nintendo, though. <laughs> you know, I guess we're yeah. all agreed uh, the conference, best conference, goes to Nintendo. Hands yeah, down. I don't consider myself a Nintendo fanboy, at least not since the Super Nintendo era, and I would give it to Nintendo. Yep. Well done, Nintendo. Yeah, it was It was for only 30 minutes. It especially considering that but i mean there was a bit more in the treehouse but yeah it was it was everything we wanted to see you know they have this new console out it's their first e3 with the console out they had to promise that they had to show us that it it was going to be what you wanted your nintendo games that you got it for are going to be there and they did that yep bravo all right should we wrap this up yes i think it's about time We've gone long here, but I guess it was yeah, a special after all. Yeah. It was a special, so we went way over, but um, hopefully you're still with us. <laughs> um, until next time, I think we're actually going to do another episode of, uh, a week immediately after this one, and then we'll be back to our two every once every two weeks um, 
regularly scheduled podcasting. Um, in the meantime, you can check us out at ratherbecast.com. Um, if you have questions, you can email us and we'll read them online and discuss or on the podcast and discuss. Uh, that's questions at ratherbecast.com. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at rbpcast. We are also at rbpjosh, at rbpelliot, and rbpstevo. We'll, we usually tend to chat about the games that uh, that we're playing at the time, going through our backlogs. Um, and while we're doing that, we'll also be streaming on twitch.tv slash ratherbeplaying. Um, and those will be output to YouTube, uh, our YouTube channel. Um, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash ratherbeplaying, soundcloud.com slash ratherbeplaying. And you can find us wherever podcasts are available. So I think that's about it. In the meantime, make sure you play your games because they're not going to play themselves. All right. See you guys later. Bye, everybody. See you later. Bye, Josh. Bye, Josh. (laughs) God, it was all over the place this time. (laughs)